This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Because honestly, being a human can be exhausting. Visit BetterHelp.com allies. Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists, Ben Moore. Hello. Michael Huber. Yo. And making it all happen in our control room, Isla Hank. Hi. My co-moderator, still on break, home from break, but still on break to make sure everything is safe. Distinguished guests, we are here what to discuss- What I know. I, I mean, don't get me started, dude. Don't get me started. We want to be as transparent here as possible on the Easy Allies podcast, but mm-hmm. if I told you- Yeah. The I, I can't even do it. The guy works so hard. On the guy's thin ice. <laughs> the guy's an absolute terminator. <laughs> Distinguished guests, we are here to talk about some of the biggest events that happened this last week in video games. But before we do that, we have to answer for all of the mistakes that we made last week when neither of you were on this episode. Isla, begin corrections. Music, please. We're free. Boop, we're free. free. John Cusack is not in Broken Arrow. I'm sorry. That's uh, Christian Slater. No, it's not. I'm thinking of right. I didn't think John Cusack was the lead. I thought he was the cop chasing him. He's the cop chasing the criminals in the Nick Cage one. Right, Con Air. Yeah, baby. Yes. So I got my Cusacks crossed. The guy in Broken Arrow is Frank Whaley, who's one of those great IMDb names that you look up and you're like Frank Whaley. It's in everything. And you're like, yep, that's Frank Whaley. Well, Frank Whaley's the guy. They kept. Wonderful Samuel Jackson Fred with a, fed with a cheeseburger and a Coke yes. from Pulp Fiction. Frank Whaley. What? What? Classic guy. Frank Whaley. Frank Whaley. Tech Mobile had nine players per team. We weren't sure. And then someone comes in a second with uh, saying there were 11 players. So I, I don't know for sure. We got different comments on it. But we were like, he struggled for 11. Weren't there 11 in Tecmo? We weren't sure. Unconfirmed. A lot of YouTube listeners said that they are very excited for Elden Ring because George R. R. Martin is involved. We were like, is anybody like, you know. I don't like video games, but sure, I'll give them my $60. Like, we don't know. And from Sky specifically, uh, I will quote because a lot of people said this, and I think Sky summed it up the best. Sky with two Ks. Nobody knows why Team 17 and Ready or Not Dev split. There's no sources or anyone saying that they split because of the school level, a school shooting, and a first-person shooter, other than sites like Kotaku and Polygon with pure speculation. The level was shown with one of the original reveal trailers a few years ago. Team 17 would have known about it when they signed on to publish it. Publishers don't just blindly sign on to projects without any knowledge of the game. Problem is, they might have known about it when it first came out, and then a couple years passed, and they're like, no. Uh, We don't know why they split up. They didn't give a reason, and it's just strange. It's just strange for a developer and a publisher to be like, we're leaving amicably. It's like, you're divorcing, or what's happening? You know. So a lot of people are like, there's no big deal, and it's a little mysterious. And corrections music, please. Boop. Time for a brand new opening segment, Madden Facts. This is our new segment, as long as someone's going to correct me. All right. About things that I said about Madden. I specifically spoke of John Madden a lot in our last episode yeah. because John Madden sadly passed yes. at the age of 85 and was a huge, had a huge impact on this industry and every industry he ever tried to be in, whether it was like commercials or whatever, selling chili or whatever. Um, and I was sure I was going to get something wrong. Kyle Hoggison gave me just a, gave me an opening segment this week. Thank you. Gave me a wonderful comment. It's worth noting two people in our comments on YouTube last week said, we quote, wasted time. What Not quote, I'm time? sorry. Like, they said basically I'm summing up that they were like, what was with that Matt? Boy, you should talk about Madden for a long time. I was like, he died. Yeah. But, you know. Pay your respects. Ta- I wasn't sure. Yeah. Pay your respects. I, I'm just throwing this out there. I feel like if you choose to listen to a podcast, 
you want to waste time. That's what they're for. Oh, that's why yeah, I'm here. That's, that's, that's the whole, that's the that's whole why product. Here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was setting up the lights. I was working on the info, and we are like, let's waste some time. Kyle Hoganson writes, Tech Mobile was 11 on 11, and it wasn't Madden that was the first game to have 11 on 11, but he was the first, and I, I think I might actually maybe kind of got this right, the first simulation accurate 11 on 11. EA was having problems implementing AI for all 11 players and wanted to just do 7 on 7, but Madden insisted it must be 11 on 11. He also pushed for full playbooks. Uh, John Madden football wouldn't release on consoles until 1990. John Madden pushed for players to be on the cover, advocated for black players specifically to get representation on the cover. Madden asked EA to add his own commentary to the game, helping push the presentation forward. Uh, Madden understood the value of gaming way before anyone else in the mainstream did. Keep in mind, in 1988, gaming was considered a child's toy, and his name being on the cover at the peak of his announcing popularity gave incredible clout to the gaming space almost a decade before Tony Hawk. Madden, who's also very old now, Madden was universally known for the United uh, in the United States at the time. So even your grandparents could have seen his name on the cover and understood who he was. As one of the few sports fans and EZA f- and EZA fans, Madden was an unparalleled icon to me in gaming and in sports. He will be dearly missed, and his legacy will probably live on for generations past his actual life. How long will this opening segment go on? We will find out next week. Tony Hawk's only fifty-three. He's not very old. He. One foot in the grave. Go in, yeah. <laughs> old. Go ask a teen, Go ask a teenager how old fifty three is. Yeah. Fifty three is old, but like go old. ask. Yeah, for, for not, someone creeping I mean, up when on I was a fifty kid, themselves. I, I mean, felt like thirty was. That's ancient. ten. Right. Yeah. That's ten yeah. years older than me, man. Like I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ten got, years. I got a foot in the grave. Hello. Have you seen these grays? I tried to hide them on this podcast, but then you brought in the new better cameras and the close ups <laughs> and everything, and I'm like, <laughs> it's time for our Q1 2022 preview. Formerly given different titles, I got a new one for you. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to look at January and February and March of 2022. We're going to pick the game we are super excited about and the game that we're a little nervous about. Not the best game and the worst game because, spoilers, none of us have ever played these video games. We can't speak to the game quality. We're just talking about our hype level. And, Not necessarily and, true. And I, like, I've played Elden Ring. Right. You Same. haven't played the full. You don't have the full game That's, in your hand. There you right. Go. There Thank you, you for oh, clarifying. You yeah. Very important to clarify these things. Because I feel, and this is a compliment for all of you for Isla in the next room as well, uh, I think our opinions matter on this issue. I think we spend a lot of time obsessing and freaking out about these games. And so I think going into, especially it's January now, you know, I think Deep Rock Galactic already came out, but it's like, it's it's on the PS, it's on the plus. new PS Plus game, right? Yep. So it's like, a lot of these are what interesting game. games for us to talk about. It's a fun about. game, yeah. yeah. Monster Hunter Rise already came out, but it's on PC on the 12th. Yeah, um, it's, it's, get, it's getting out of beta. So I'm going to need you to tell me what your... <laughs> What your game is you're excited for, the game is you're nervous about. When I when I name the game that you're excited about, I want you to say, gimme. Gimme. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme more. I mean, a game. Was that the song? Gimme, gimme more. Yeah, okay. totally, totally, 100%. When I say the game you don't want, I want you to say shimmy. Shimmy. And you're Idiot. like, shimmy, what are we dancing here? Shimmy away. No, no, no. We're, we're looking at the dictionary okay. for the word shimmy, yeah, I want which I... says to vibrate or wobble abnormally. That's a good definition. I love that. What game on this list is making you wobble or vibrate abnormally? Can I? And and Isla just put up the rule card. Thank you so much, Isla. Can I throw a curveball? Very essential. Can I have? Can I have a game that both I want? Like it's a gimme, and it's making me shimmy. So you want? You want to give me shimmy? I want to give me shimmy. shimmy. Can I do both? We can give. Yes, you have to call it uh, Gimme Shimmy Tensei Five. Give me Shimmy Tensei four? Five. five. I, I, I said four, but it should be five. I'm okay. sorry. I said four. Oh. I actually said four. Give me Shimmy Tensei four. Four. <laughs> Ford Motorsport. 
Good. It's both. Because <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, and you know Huber's going to come up with three of those now. Oh, yeah. Okay, we start off January 2022 with those two games that I mentioned, Deep Rock Galactic, which feels like a Huber game for some strange reason. I get well, Red Faction vibes. I get Dwarf totally, vibes. Totally I get co-op. We played it on yeah, stream. We, 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 we had right. a great so time. It's been really on, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's been on it PC for a bit. Uh, probably early access. I'm not entirely sure, but... This definitely feels like another... Specifically PS4 and PS5 it's coming yeah. to, so... Yeah. Um, it's a game that is perfect for streaming. Totally. It li- I'm just attracted to the whole concept of it with the, um, the logos. Like, hmm, yeah. it's like one of those yeah. things that... You I'm can like, get drunk and, t- and cheers I, people. I down. love digging. Yeah. I love, yeah. Love uh, love being a, love doing construction. Monster Hunter Rise on PC. Mm-hmm. Comments, fears, is it just... Is it is it the natural evolution of everything? Or is this like... A, should this uh, work well and things will be bad if it doesn't? Or is it just like, eh? You know, now that you mention it, uh, I don't know what I can say, but you said that we may not have played the full release, and that may not technically be true in all cases. <laughs> right. So, uh, no so comment. So, disqualified. Yeah, disqualified. <laughs> disqualified. Players Unknown's Battlegrounds goes free to play uh, on the 12th PC, PS4, Stadia, of course, and Xbox One. I forgot it was not free to play. Yeah, what did they... Should we spend time trying to figure out what they could I do to why. remind you? Or what is... Player Unknown. <laughs> PUBG. Oh, PUBG okay. was not free to play. To play. You know I what? Had, I, that, wow. PUBG is going FTP. I totally forgot. Th- this isn't even a slam against PUBG, really. It's just that subs up my whole experience with PUBG. I feel like the last <laughs> two years where something I'll, I'll say it, and I'll be like, oh, right, and yeah, then I shit. will completely forget about it. And like I might be, again, botching the parameters there specifically, but uh, you can give some lip service to PUBG before we yeah. cruise right on. I hope there's like a cool like event or mode with that free to play. Like blow it out for sure. What was what was our name like a like a silent juggernaut or something? What would we call it? Oh. Silent giant? I don't know. We had some. Term That's a magic that the gathering I just card for sure. Strap. Silent giant. <laughs> <yeah, laughs> <terms. laughs> bootstrap. Bootstrap. The bootstrap stream was. I mean, as a Wild West fan, I love the bootstrap. Was, that was yeehaw the whole time. Was I on that stream? I'm not even sure. Kind of, was that me playing? Who knows? It was so hype playing Fortnite. Somebody typing in chat and somebody playing Fortnite. Four wins? Couldn't be Jones. It couldn't be Jones. Couldn't be Jones. You, you like, couldn't communicate you with you, but no. saw you, like, just lasering people. Running after people is great. Yeah. Not many group teams. I'll go back and rewatch, and I, I rewatched that one. It was fun. Uh, Monster and Rise comes to PC on the 12th. What comes to the PC on the 14th? God of War? It does. Yes. God of War. God of War. God I've, of War. I really want to replay God of War, and this is the perfect opportunity. It I want to really flex it. Do it. Flex it. I flex, flex it. that 3080. It seems like just the right amount of runway leading up to Ragnarok, because you don't want to play it too far out, and you don't want to play it too close, because it'll step on it. Feels like this is just the prime time, if you haven't replayed it in a while. Yeah. I'm... And if you've never played it at all, you I know, you. now it's on PC. So Dude, I could play God of War with an Xbox controller. <laughs> exactly. That's we, that's wild. <laughs> How are we doing on God of War Ragnarok hitting 2022? <laughs> Confident. Yeah? Confident, okay. but okay. like Ooh, I feel like it's a I, coin flip. I would have originally said March 2022, but now I'm going with November 2022. Oh, we're talking about um Sony picking up Deep Rock Galactic there. And uh, getting that out in front of people's eyeballs. It depends uh, on how many COVID variants happen. I guess yeah. there there might be more by the time this podcast airs. We don't we don't we don't yeah, claim we to don't know, know or know. name or identify. Uh, uh, coming to Game Pass Day One, Rainbow Six Extraction. This, I I was very very close to making this my shimmy on the twentieth. Yeah, and it's not even that I think it will be bad, but I feel like it is one of those games. 
that is already forgotten. Yeah. Like, there's just no hype. I, I feel like it's something that will get, like, two days of attention and then everybody will move on. They're just... I just don't see the the hook or I don't think the game or the marketing have has have done enough to really build up hype this close to release. I'm with you, Ben. 100%. I was going to throw my shimmy here, but not, not, you know, you know, I would have thrown my shimmy here, Mm -hmm. but I'm so indifferent towards this game. It's not even worth a shimmy. That it's not even worth a shimmy. Like Rainbow Six Extraction just feels like it's, it's done already. Truly. What's that, a whimmy? (laughs) (laughs) A whinny. Siege is so... I respect the people who are good at Siege so much because yeah. it's such a frantically crazy, scary-looking game to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's so ballistic, yeah. and it's so cutthroat and so ruthless, and the deaths are so quick, and, yeah. and you're just like, wow, these people are super good yeah. at this. Do Yeah, it's like hard to tell if, like, do they want this? Or are they like, do oh, they oh this? neat, this is very refreshing. If they're not or on if board. Or if it's like Fortnite, and if Fortnite was like, we're going to make another game yeah. called Fortnite Spookfest, and you're like, what? Why don't you just do that in yeah. Fortnite? It's, and especially after Back for Blood yeah. as well, you know, I thought Back for Blood would really be one of the biggest games of the year, and it kind of just came out and had its Siege issues. Siege is huge, and Ubisoft makes a lot of money on shooters, and yeah. it's just like, this could be, this could just be money in the bank. I don't know. I, don't I was actually so. pulling for Extraction for a long time because my issue with Siege is is a me issue where I just like every time I jump into Siege, it's like so long since I last played it that I feel like I'm starting over again. And it's just, it's a very competitive game and that's great. And so the idea of having like a co-op focused Rainbow Six game is super appealing to me. But then it's also like, I don't know that I want to fight Black Goo. Like I'd I'd like, like I almost, I almost wish it was a more traditional Rainbow Six Mm -hmm. style with co-op or single player or something. I think that would maybe get me more excited. Shout out to Edge of Tomorrow, which I saw on the plane with Tom Cruise. Pretty good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Shit. I love, yeah, I love when the aliens uh, showed up. I was like, kill, oh, no, repeat, it's the, actually. It's the Black Goo. Yeah. Straight out of the basement, Resident Live Evil 7. Repeat. Look out, Tom Cruise. I don't remember the Black Goo in that movie. I don't remember the Black Goo either. I saw it once. They're not Black Goo, just big aliens. It's there's, like there's the big alien old, blood is like. There's just a bunch of carnage venoms running around. Got it. Yeah. Fun movie. Uh, fun game. Windjammers 2 on the Wind 20th. PC, PS4, 5, Stadia, Switch, Xbox One. No Series XS for some reason, but. Hyped for the Damiani grudge matches. Yeah, hyped for the group stream on that one. Yeah. Hyped for Damiani to be like, "Uh, yeah, I don't remember really liking the controls on that one, and I'm not sure how this works, and And then then undefeated. Yeah. (laughs) Unstoppable. It'll be interesting to play Windjammers 2 because it's one of those (laughs) games where the first one is just like so simple and good and fun. It's like, how are they going to replace that? Yeah. I liked the, how much we enjoyed the original Windjammers and had no purchase on the franchise. There was no one. Yeah, Windjammer. Maybe Dawn, but like it seems like a Dawn I, joint. But I don't Giant remember it when it first it came to out. Me, so I, that's how I knew about it ahead of time. But. but yeah, it was other people's enthusiasm. Yeah. And I was like, oh. oh. Uh, I'm curious to get Ben's enthusiasm on Pokemon Legends Arceus on Switch on the 28th. This is my gimme shimmy Tensei 4. This is my, this is my shimmy. <laughs> this is my shimmy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. <laughs> um... Boy, I, I can't Don't think of a game. Him, Don't leave him hanging. Oh. I thought he was just pointing it. <laughs> I thought it was a point. I didn't realize that that was a fist bump. It was low. Um, it, was lo- it was a very low podcast fist bump. I can't think of a game where I'm like equally excited and nervous and have absolutely no idea how it's going to go. You it's need something... to prioritize a predictably unpleasant experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's... 
Pokemon is never unpleasant. I think that's something sure. that's uh, like weirdly frustrating about Pokemon is it's like blandly pleasant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like inoffensive. Yeah, it's it's inoffensive. It's just it's a series with so much potential and it's something that is really easy to give your heart to and kind of fall in love with. And no matter it just seems like no matter what it does, it succeeds. And so you're just kind of like begrudgingly marching lockstep with it and you're just like you're fine but can you be better and this announcement i think really caught everybody off guard um and there's just a lot of hope and i have no faith that that hope will be capitalized on but if it is i think that's exactly what this series needs right now it's my shimmy because i don't have faith or hope Mm. Yeah, I get it. I super enjoyed those games. I enjoy really dumb mobile RPGs. I like getting experience. I like leveling things up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's fun reading a review and you're like, this experience share system just doesn't work for this game that they're yeah. trying to make. But of course, there's me over me, just the dopamine just trickling like <laughs> waterfalls. You know, they're just like, yeah. this, those games are so easy. And I would love to be challenged. I would love to wander into a cave and just get worked. And I just don't. And I, and I think the ultimate thing that's like, ugh, I looked at this list, I'm like, I think that game's going to run really poorly. I think yep. that game, I think it's going to have some textures that it's like, whoa, I didn't know Game Freak was up to this. I Dude, didn't know Nintendo was like, it's fine. The, you, know? it, that, you just <laughs> hit the nail on the head, the biggest problem. Game Freak and optimization are like water and oil. Like they're, they're great idea people. They're great artistic direction people. But when it comes to nuts and bolts tech stuff, absolutely. And so <laughs> them saying... We're going in this brand new direction, and to, to have it look so ambitious, yeah. you're not like, oh, yeah, you guys can handle that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to go one of two ways here. I think this is a huge moment for Pokemon. I think it's going to sell well regardless. Of course. So there's no like doom and gloom there. Sure. But I feel like this is a battle for the the perception of this franchise. They're I trying wish that some, was true. They're no. trying something new. <laughs> I feel no, but I feel like if this is bad, I feel like the longtime fans will finally maybe say enough is enough. Like, try harder. I don't know. I, there, I just, there are no. I feel like there are no fans who have like <laughs> Stockholm syndrome more than Pokemon fans. Yeah. Like, for for and I, like, I, I'm amazed at this sometimes because where, however you enjoy Pokemon, it is undeniable that it is this like super charming game where young children play with like adorable creatures, fantastical creatures. And like some of the toxicity that comes out of the community (laughs) is so ironic and ridiculous, but they like are there day one every time. Like there's, it's like smash fans really. It's just like, there's so much anger. Yeah. But they're also all in. Like Destiny. Destiny. So much I anger. I mean, I'm sure you could point to a in. lot of game yeah. sure. communities. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, they've all had enough. Huber is like, I'll yeah. buy two copies of the game. <laughs> I know I know, I don't need to for Arceus, <laughs> but I'm yeah. still buying two copies. But I'm not buying any plushies or posters. And you you're know, like, ooh. <laughs> you know those Steam reviews where they're like, this game is terrible, don't waste your money. And then it looks at you look at time played and it's like 1,500 hours. It's like that. Yeah. It's exactly like that. And I that. feel bad. Man, I really don't try to make fun of fans on this. I can make fun of myself because I'm buying Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> yeah, and the I'm, reason and I I'm, say this, I feel and like I kind of fall into And I'm category. going to gasp when I first walk out into that open world. I'm going to be like, here we, here we go. Yeah. So this is just like I wandered into the you know the, the outside worlds and sword. I was just yeah. like, oh, it's so cool. And then 20 minutes later, I was like, hmm. I, I, I would love 
I think like uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five is a really good comparison for how I would want this to feel because I think SMT Five walks this brilliant line of really feeling modern and pushing forward in terms of of like just navigation and exploration but still retaining like all of the classic elements that really built up the series and so it's it's kind of both and that's how I want Arceus to feel is I want it to t- the, the core is br- like Pokemon is undeniably brilliant you could break down all of these reasons why this series is so beloved and what it's done, I want all of that, but I just kind of want to see it be pushed into the future. I don't need the bad Pokemon thoughts in my head when I'm playing SMT5, but I'm enjoying it so much that I'm just, I can't stop being like, why doesn't Pokemon do that? Why doesn't Pokemon do that? Like, why? I didn't even know you were playing. Ben, SMT5, of all the games that we have played over the break for Goaty Preparation, is yeah. my favorite. Wow. Yeah, bro. <laughs> is my absolute wow. favorite out of all Sick. of them. Shout it's, out to all those other games. I, and again, I haven't started Returnal yet. We were just talking about like right before we do the yeah. podcast. I haven't broken a Returnal. Nihilistic Pokemon about for grown Six or grown seven or eight hours into go. Guardians. Mm. That Guardians game is so much is so much fun. I, Delightful. I, I yeah, we got a lot of fun games to talk about next month. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, which they pulled <laughs> Uncharted Four from the here take some free games from That's Sony, uh, which now you can get it with this, and Lost Legacy comes with it as well, right? Hell PC, yeah. PS Five, both of those. Yep. 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 That's January. February 2022. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Is it on your calendar? Are you prepped? Should I skip ahead, or can we start with Life is Strange Remastered Collection on the first? So hyped? Super hyped. I don't want Digital Foundry to poop on this game. I don't no. want people to be mad about it. I no. hope I hope this comes out and just it already and just makes the world a better did. place, you yeah, know. Yeah, it like, looks great. The original is a little rough around the edges, but it doesn't so, matter. It's yeah. it, it's <laughs> the visuals are like the least important thing about that game. Yeah. And like you know. all done new mocap and everything. Like they went they're giving this a I lot so. of love. It's definitely more than more than your average remaster. Just expectations can be weird, especially when you people haven't played it in a long time. Sure. Maybe people or haven't played, played the it. first one and didn't play anything else, and they're just like, "God, it affected me so much." And they're like, "What did they do to these weird yeah. characters?" Are like, um, that's not based on any analysis I've done. I just I, I love this series, and yeah. I wanted to just it's just GTA Definitive Edition. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that to life. Yeah, yeah. that's totally yeah. what yeah. the jitters. <laughs> Uh, give me the shimmy jitters. Uh, the Waylanders is coming to PC. Waylanders, Ben. Don't know what it is. It's Divinity. It's div- it's a cartoon looking Divinity. Um, nice. I say this with reverence because I love the game I'm about to mention, but it is a very particular aesthetic. It looks like it was made in dreams. <laughs> Waylanders just kind of has that dreams roundness, you know, like kind of wide focus, like. Um, yeah, so kind of infinity cartoonish looking characters, but saying it may like just based on that screenshot, saying it looks like it came from dreams is is spot on, spot on, or Immortals Phoenix Rising. But yes. uh, watched a huge good. chunky gameplay clip of it, and it's just it's freeze the combat. Tell this guy to light that dude on fire. Tell the guy to do you know make the fire hotter, like all that good stuff. Man, it's weird. Like, I whenever you bring up a new divinity or, or something you, you, you compare it to divinity it's like man i'm just waiting for Baldur's gate 3 yeah. it's like i'm just biding my time until that game i should yeah fully drops i'm i, I think when Baldur's gate 3 comes out i'll be saying Baldur's gate 3 instead of divinity original sure Sinclair, but that'd be um, great uh i know you do know about on february 4th anything on february 4th i know the february dates might be floating around dying light 2 dying light 2 stay dying human light two. dying light 2 I which started, is part of the title um, the following yesterday sick nice yeah. so fun mm-hmm uh, yes, little, you've little you've spent a lot of time right? with the series. You and I and I were actually yeah. like planning ahead and being like, "Hey, which one of us, which one should fight for that meat on the bone?" You know, and maybe yeah. like get get advance on that game because 
I played Dead Island, and I was like, this developer is starting out and mm-hmm. maybe going places. And I played Dying Light 2, or Dying Light, I'm like, this is better than that, so I can't wait to see the next thing they do, and I think it will be better. I just, it's taken a while. It's had some weird dev issues and weird marketing, and but... Uh, Dying Light is one of those games that I feel like fits into this really weird pocket where it has a lot of really good ideas and isn't maybe always able to execute on them, but you're like, man, I bet if they did a sequel right, they could really totally. make something that could stand toe-to-toe with some of the bigger, you know, first-party stuff. Um, and so that's what I hope for with Dying Light. I mean, that's a, that's a tall task right mm-hmm. there, but mm-hmm. um, just running around that world... The, the, the beginning. Excellent melee combat, excellent traversal, it's, and the nighttime mechanic is so cool. Like those yeah. three things, just as a foundation, are are phenomenal. I just hate how the guns completely the guns, yeah. upend that. Yeah, tension. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, but it was all about yeah. like the two handers, just boosh. I love the drop kick as well. The drop kick. Yeah, seeing like their skeleton. Dude. Did you get a Fear Heights when playing Far Cry 6 at all? Like, was there any of those thrills where no. you're like, whoa? You know, like, no. I feel like I kind of feel invincible, right? Where you're like, I'm yeah. not worried about fall damage. Yeah. Whereas, oof, there were some nail-biting gameplay scene things I saw at E3 with Dying Light where I was like, yeah. that's terrifying. Because I know I fall <laughs> dead. I got to do this whole jumpy thing over yeah. again. I, I was um, going to say, I don't know if I've ever gotten a Fear of Heights in games, but I think about the beginning of Dying Light 1 where you're going across that, like crane thing right yellow yeah, yeah, crane yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that and you're like swaying or even like just not like just a phobia but scared. like like shadow of the colossus like anytime a game you're like touche this is tricky you know like i'm a little nervous about jumping off this thing remember the, the under the bridge sequence in half-life 2 you're just like i can barely see them you know the ground ollie ollie world oh, speaking about staying in the air two, i guess the bridges yeah yeah ollie ollie world staying on bridges staying Safe. on signposts hyped uh based on experience with Love ollie ollie one and two phenomenal games uh just it's you know one of those one more time one more time one more time games where it's just like one more time 45 minutes later you're still grinding rails uh this one just seems more artistic more you know not open world but like bigger stages rather than like the bite-sized more different routes to take more decisions you're like i gotta do that again because i want to see other stuff um, I love California games so much that like I love this franchise. I've never played it, but I love it so because <laughs> I want I want this kind of stuff to be around. Talking about previews, talking about testing games. I have played Sifu, which comes out on the eighth, and this was almost. I think this was third place on the list of me. Like I cannot wait to play Sifu. Um, but, so uh, I am looking forward to other things more than it. But loved what I played and check out our preview on EasyEyes.com. Had, had a grand old time. Check that out. Um, yeah, combat system really works. Just that it was the kind of leveling where they were like, and here's how leveling works. I'm like, don't even tell me because I can't level in the preview. I don't want to know. You know, like, I will dive into this stuff later. And um, I would go into bed being like, I suck at this game. And I get up the next morning. It's like, I'm a little bit better. Okay. Uh, we also did a preview on Crossfire X, Crossfire. which comes to Xbox OX and S. Remedy. <laughs> on the 10th. Feels like black on PS2. Crossfire X, Ben. Yep. Cool game. Seriously, this I, game's cool. I, no, I have nothing to say. <laughs> yep. I was at the Game Awards and they yep. had a trailer, and I was like, have I seen this trailer? Yeah. I can't tell. I think I had. No? Is it new? I can't. I couldn't tell you. Cool game. Yeah. Um, it's got that Remedy flair in there. It does. Um, It feels like... Does it have FMV? It does not. No. Super of. CG. But it oh has my God. slow motion. Yeah. Big budget. Bullet time. Yeah. It has bullet time. They need... Yeah, they need... 
We need to cast some people in that. <laughs> Edge of Eternity is on the 10th. Yeah. I, yeah. That was the name of the JRPG-like game that I played on Steam, right? Yes. <laughs> it's, it was, if, if I'm thinking about it correctly, yeah, it, it was one of those games uh, that I just took a look at and talked about on Frame Trap. But it's rough, no doubt. But if you like those types of games, it's kind of interesting to see it from a more independent perspective. Yeah. Small team of passionate JRPG lovers, quote, on Steam. Nice. Uh, comes to Switch on the 23rd, but it will come to all the PlayStations and all the Xboxes before that. Lost Ark on I PC. Lost Ark. I've been wanting Is to play Lost Ark. Is this Vin Diesel? On the 11th. No, no that's, that's Ark 2. Okay. Yeah. Shit, shit. Sorry. <laughs> he could be so in sorry. it. So sorry. He might be in it. <laughs> and I just finally saw Fast 9 was all Indiana Jones and stuff, and it's just like all I can think of him with a torch in a cave. What is what is the proper description for this action RPG MMO? Is that how they're billing it? Free to play. It's just a free to play MMO. Free to play was the biggest word on all of the websites and all the places I found. I but see. Um, yeah, it looked very action heavy. It was announced at TGA. Here it comes. It's coming out on uh, listen, February 11th. You make a good action RP- RPG. You've got me halfway in the door. I feel like so. But if you make an MMO in 2022, and you you have you know. New World and World of Warcraft clipping at the heels of Final Fantasy fourteen. Where do you? Is where do you, World of Warcraft clipping at anything? No. Fair. Uh, but is, are you? Are, is something like Lost Ark even going to get brutalized by like Naraka Blade Point or like uh, well, or like a Warframe? You know, it's like it's, yeah. Uh, what do it's, you? I think it, I think it'll have an audience. I, having not played it, right? If it's as similar to like a Diablo or Path of Exile as it seems, um, it's coming out at the right time because it. Path of Exile 2 is not out yet, which would crush it. Diablo 4 is not out yet, which right. would crush it. Um, and so I think it's kind of just at that right point of release and has been out in other territories. Um, and so people have played it. They do have experience. There's kind of a, an audience already. It just went through beta, I believe. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's the the right thing at the right time, potentially. Uh, some big games coming out later in the month. Huge. The Lost Ark might have a little bit of difficulty with. Maybe just re, you know reassess your expectations in March. Uh, starting off with not one of them, Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires, which uh, is out on the 17th. It was out in Japan last month, last year, um, and uh, did some reading up on Empires. I'm like, it just that smells like another franchise. And it was like, I guess they make a Dynasty Warriors and then they make an Empires of the Dynasty Warriors. Yes. So like you get one for each. Yeah. So this was the Empires version of Dynasty Warriors Nine. Yeah. Normally, I want to check out anything Musou-related, but uh, Dynasty Warriors 9 is, is, is real bad. Uh, yeah, this is the 17th. Also on the 17th is the King of Fighters 15, which yes. you're probably going to be yeah. playing instead yeah. of mm-hmm. Dynasty Warriors 9, yeah. which Dynasty Warriors is going to be on every console in the world, so uh, I don't know if it's going to be on Luna anytime soon, but you can get it on other stuff. Uh, King of Fighters 15, PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S, and it looks very good. Yeah. Visually, just for me, just big looking at the trailers, for this it's franchise. Like, that's a big, it's a big, pretty old fighter that likes to show itself off. And I always like it when you have, I mean, right, King of Fighters fifteen. I always like it when you have a, such a storied yeah. fighting game series, it's and deep. they introduce new characters, and you're like, I want to play them, mm. right? Because King of Fighters is is about having these giant rosters, and it's like I'm super excited for the newbies. <laughs> it's awesome. Saw about forty minutes of that Mortal Kombat movie on the plane. I'll watch the rest of it sometime, but I was good. It, so 40 minutes. Does it, it doesn't get, 40 you watch boring. the best part. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. I kind of like yeah, Kano. It doesn't get I kind of like Kano. They were in the desert. Oh. Kano's like, we're in the desert now. Uh, I um, watched 40 minutes because we landed. I was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I think it's still on HBO. I had a flight that was so... We were delayed for an hour before taking off. Yeah, we were delayed So we, we wouldn't be delayed an hour yeah. when we landed, and yeah, then we were delayed, de- an delayed an hour when we landed. So I got to watch Quantum of Solace and Skyfall in a three-hour <laughs> flight. Those were tempting, Did you fly yeah. Delta? Yeah. Yeah, I saw they had them. I also they, it was pretty gnarly. Oh, uh, we were yeah, we were delayed in LA. Fun stories. Everyone was uh, get caught up on how, because that's the other thing. When passengers are late, they want to talk to the other passengers about how we're both late. That's the best. We're both late. It's like I know. You ever seen Passenger Fifty Seven with Wesley Snipes? Of course, I've seen Passenger One of my 57. all-time favorites growing up. There's Passenger Fifty Seven, but there's also the Drop Drop Zone. Drop Zone's great. Yeah. but I was always the pseudo sequel. Passenger Fifty Seven. If you take Passenger Fifty Seven and Point Break and put them together, you get Drop Zone. <laughs> <laughs> really good soundtrack that drop zone <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying uh, also on the 17th are you going to play King of Fighters 15 or Total War Warhammer 3 on the PC uh, um, looks hype it'll be good and yeah. I think it's going to be huge for both of those franchises which are already huge. I, I really would like to play Total War Warhammer 3 it is coming out at a bad time for me time. personally but uh, I would really like to Yeah, the, I, uh, the, the dabbling that I did in Warhammer 2 was fun Sick. The uh, PC Gamer did a huge, it was on the cover like a couple months ago, and I was just reading all about Warhammer 3, and it was just about like the different factions, and like the the like villainous faction yeah. now is all about like fast attacks, like getting in there, and just seemed really focused on like these smaller scale battles within the larger context. I, I was, I was I- intrigued. I remember when we did the world when we did the Warcraft retrospective at Game Trailers, and I'm talking to Mark Rosado. He's doing a lot of research. Shout out to Pac Morales, who's doing a ton of research. And I remember learning about Warhammer. Like I knew about Warhammer, but learning like no, 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 they stole. Like it's crazy because Warcraft is bigger than Warhammer now. Depending on who you ask, like in the tabletop scene, and Warcraft doesn't really like exist mostly. But it's like Warhammer did all of this, and then they just were like, "How are we going to do it differently?" Um, and I was like, that sucks. And Marco was like, yeah, I know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad tale. And I think Warhammer is kicking Warcraft's ass right now. I mean, it's doing well, yeah. It's cra- I was in a Warhammer's Space tabletop Marine store coming. the other day, like in a mini, it was in like a, you know, a strip mall. I was in a store called Warhammer. It was huge. It's like an ice, you know, a workshop. It's like an iTunes store. Awesome. I was like, what in the world? I, I joke constantly about how it seems like there's a new Warhammer game every week. But I, there's one every month. I, there's one announced or yeah, new it's, trailer every month. It's like. crazy, but you know, on the docket we have three mm-hmm. super high profile ones with Total War Warhammer three, uh, Dark Tide, and Space Marine two. Space Marine. And it's like, I want to play all of those. Yeah, yeah. We need a arcane style anime. You know, Warhammer anime. Let's go. It has to. I, I the Netflix like animated Warhammer show is in production right now. You know it. Like, yeah. as somebody who is like constantly skirting around the fringes <laughs> of Warhammer, and I like, I check it out for a little while, and then yeah. I get out, then I get out, then I get in, then I get out. Like, you know, I have bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I would love, like, okay, this is the entry point. Mm-hmm. We're gonna lay it on you. Yes. Like, if you had a really sick Netflix show that could do that, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Get me acclimated in the daunting world of Warhammer. Uh, there is an anthology TV show in the works yes. <laughs> for Warhammer 40K. And obviously I know Perfect. there's a, a distinction and between regular and 40K. Right, right. Yeah. Somebody who reveres and has watched hours and hours of trailers over the years. Those Warhammer trailers, man. Holy cow. 
Those dudes got big crosses. The thing I love about big Warhammer cross. is like the warrior comes in, you're like, yeah, yeah he's got like a big warrior. hammer. And then like yeah. the priest comes in and he's got like a bigger cross. <laughs> you're like, what? Like, it's just nobody, like you have to, they just lift their shoulder pads like they're lifting weights. They're just like, you have to wear this stuff if you live in this world. If you want to fight this fight. Uh, on the 18th, my gimme, Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. Horizon Forbidden West is like tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Might not be the best grilled cheese sandwich I've ever had with tomato soup, but give me that. Give me put it put it on my desk. Let me, let me eat that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it was Horizon was one of those games when I played it. I was like, this is getting a sequel, <laughs> you know. Especially because this team, it's like this team has found the franchise they want to work on. Um, we'll get to other Sony franchises. Maybe haven't been that lucky later in the podcast, but. Uh, and then it, I remember PSX was like the first big like tease, or was it? Was it that actually was the last PSX when Horizon came out? Mm-hmm. I remember they had a big Horizon like booth and stuff, mm-hmm. and so it was just just inevitable. I was like, yeah. oh, I'll love it. I'm like, oh, you can swim now? Cool. <laughs> it's on the peak, West Coast. Neat. Peak blockbuster gaming. Yeah. yeah. None of the. It's just I <laughs> I enjoyed the combat so much, and I was like, I don't like things, and I think they'll improve them because it just seems like I I know um, I know. I have not spent a lot of time with this developer, but I know other people who have, and they mm-hmm. love, love, love a lot of the big moments that they played. And you got a great character who I've met personally. <laughs> you know, like some bits came out. Two shows, like for game trailers. Like there's just a lot of connection that I have to the series. It's open world. It's you know, um, really mean enemies. I got like straight up hunted cool in certain enemies. parts of that first game. I was like, whoa, I'm yeah. hiding in a bush right now. Like, don't find me. Don't find me. Like, how could you stuff. not be hyped knowing with absolute certainty that? you're just going to get lost in that world. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to marvel at the landscapes. Um, yeah. I hope I care about the story. The, the end of the first game got me weepy. Actually. I was actually really, I, I, I can elaborate on a spoiler yeah. mode or you can dig up that spoiler mode and find out why horizon yeah. zero dawn made me cry. But, uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it toughens me up for forbidden West. Good luck forbidden West. Good it's like luck. everything you wanted them to improve. They are that, preview just came out where they were like yeah more like lively towns better side quests better exploration right. and rewards it's like everything that maybe you were like oh they could do that better in the, in the next time around it's like they're doing that the sequel checklist yeah yeah sequel checklist exactly do you remember what super Especially. badass open world game came out right around the same time as horizon zero dawn yeah breath of the wild yeah breath of the wild <laughs> mm-hmm Zero Dawn, and we were like, this is good, <laughs> you know, right. but it's, and so, you know, you imagine all these people with Gorilla hanging around, playing Breath of the Wild for a couple of years, yep. and being like, cool. Well, now they gotta go up against Climbing stuff is fun, cool, <laughs> cool. Man, <laughs> it is unreal how good Breath of the Wild is. Yeah. Um, it is. Destiny, ah. we'll get to good games. Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, on the 22nd. Hype. So hype. It's good to hear. Yep. There's been a long, uh, prologue going into this the big we're in the kind of the inner inner season uh and this season right now currently going on is a bunch of story bunch of prologue stuff leading up to this release and that's exciting Hmm. um so it's going to start paying off all those things man i doubt i'll be able to dive back in because there's too many other things that i want to do but (laughs) i want to yeah yeah anytime one of these destiny expansion comes out it's such a good time it's usually when i come back in like this is one of the first times i've actually played consistently during uh inner in between expansions because it's it's been so so good but Always a good time to return if you have if you have been away for a while. And it's great on PC. Yeah, totally. Didn't we just defeat a queen in Fortnite? Wasn't that Sarah? 
I love Fortnite he, was the uh, cube yeah. queen. The cube yeah. queen. The cube queen. Queens. Voice so hot right now. Sarah, Queens. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was really classy. She had a great tweet. Where she's like, "Bye." <laughs> she's like, "That was fun, Fortnite players. What a fun, what fun, you know, to watch all these ads." She got like, to sing a song that you can I play mean, in your no. in your lobby, I guess, Hubie. Which again, like you know, the concerts the and song? that kind of stuff, yeah. and they just That's bought her. harmonics. Nice. So there's all sorts of really weird music stuff. When are we going to be Fortnite? in Fortnite? I've been trying. When are we going to be? In what Fortnite? palms do you think I'm greasing? Man? You got to grease. Let's harder. talk to Jeremy. <laughs> I did, did shake Donald Mustard's hand at the nice. Game Awards. I did say hi. I was sitting next to Andrea Renee, which is why he sat down in the first place, but I shook his hand. <laughs> Shout out to Andrea Renee. Uh, Monarch on the 22nd. Yeah. 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 I um, was at a preview thing where I didn't get to play it, but they showed off gameplay for Monarch. And uh, kind of like that other JRPG we were talking about, it certainly seems very rough, but has some interesting ideas that uh, I was just curious about. Nice little curiosity. Intrigued. Turn-based Japanese role-playing game. I like those. Yeah, it's like turn-based tactical, um, yes. high school setting, very... <laughs> this is a positive for me, but like kind of very Danganronpa-y character design, which I, I love. I eat that stuff up. Furyu Corp is developing that in Nice America, is publishing. Hubert, on the 24th, a, quote, first-person psychological thriller comes out. From publisher LKA, I'm sorry, publisher LKA and developer Wired. What? This is three, three words in this title. It's a first-person psychological thriller. I thought you had all these on your radar. You don't know? Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Martha. Martha is dead. <laughs> yeah. Martha is dead. <laughs> this Martha! looks cool. It looks cool. <laughs> nice, Isla. That was, that was like the ultimate syndrome right there. <laughs> Every time. So good. Oh, boy. Martha. Well, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, Martha. A day later, Zelda Ring. This one, Martha's yeah. Dead though, looks dark. Looks so intense. Dark. Yeah, yeah. good, good promo images, good screenshots, good. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah, just looking at images. I was Sign like, okay, here we go. Sign me up. And then on the twenty fifth, obviously, give me. Obviously, give me. Obviously, yeah. like, I'm gonna be boring. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, that's we a play gimme. Sorry, the video Elden games. Ring. <laughs> and the only reason I didn't pick Elden Ring as my gimme was because I'm just so again, it's you know, Elden Ring's a very complicated meal that I hope I'm able to finish. To be honest, it might be a steak that's too big for me. You know, I might bounce off that like I bounced fair, off fair. Metroid Dread, Sekiro, like all these games. I'm like, ah, <laughs> just fair. I'm Man. stuck. Um, this game has everything you've ever wanted, Jones. What are you it talking seems about? like it does. Well, I've never I haven't played it yet. So world, Jones. I, I it, was like the least enchanted with it during the network test that I've been with a from software game. And I like it's not that it isn't excellent, it is excellent. Like I I, I think it is a very high quality game, but it just was it just felt like that template applied to an mm-hmm. open world, which yeah. is great. Uh, but it, it felt familiar in a way, like, th- th- the way that I can crystallize this is there's there was this giant enemy in this closed door. It was right at the end of the network test. And the way that I defeated it is just running out of the door and then watching it clip through the wall. And I'm like, I've been doing this <laughs> since, like, Demon Souls. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's fine. I, I love those games. Uh, Dark Souls is one of my favorite games of all time. But it just wasn't... I feel like with Sekiro, I, I felt like this flash of inspiration, mm-hmm. uh, and this so felt different. this felt more traditional uh, in their wheelhouse. Anyway, I tried to cheese that guy 
through the door like that for so long. And then I finally just straight up fought it. And then that's when I beat it. Mm. And I was like, I was overcomplicating this. I was like trying to have a cheese it. But I, I, I agree. But also that's kind of what excites me about this one. Cause like for me, Sekiro is incredible and does its thing. But this one feels like the evolution of souls, bloodborne and Sekiro like put together. And I'm just really excited about that. I also think it's yeah. a very good opportunity for them to address difficulty because it's open world. I feel like this will be the one where if like something is too hard, one, you can go off and do something else, or two, you can grind. Like I feel like people that maybe struggled in the past will find a way to just kind of grind it out right. versus the other ones. You know, where you'd like Sekiro, you can't really grind. Well, and also this one, certain like, parts yeah. are yeah, like are, you get to are, a boss, you have all the uh, available upgrades up until that point. It, you yeah. can't go grind and get I XP. Feel, I feel like in the Souls games like, and Bloodborne, you can grind really easily for though. sure. Yes, but, yeah. this, but leveling may mean more in this. Who knows? You could do it in the past, but it was still like intimidation. There's still intimidation. I feel like maybe this time around, not a sequel, fresh from software game. People may give it a second, maybe maybe give it another chance that were turned off in the past. I think the the maybe. thing that because like we've talked about this before about how summoning has always been there and makes fights a lot easier. But I think the problem is that like people who might be finding them difficult, like mm-hmm. these are not easy systems to understand the multiplayer mm-hmm. stuff. Like this where you can summon and stuff in Elden Ring is very interesting because it's like, okay, you have to be by this little statue, kind of, and then you can summon. And it's it, like, okay, they need to just explain that to everyone because, like, that's the easy difficulty. Speaking kinda. of the, the classic Souls problems, uh, right. in Elden Ring, uh, summoning people was so annoying because, I mean, it was just, part of it was there was just a ton of people playing, but you get into this rhythm where you go, you try to summon somebody, and then it times out or yeah. their summoning sign disappears. And so you're just sitting there, <laughs> like just mashing, trying to get anyone. And it's just like that it's think- been this way for like since the three sixty days. Like there has to be a, a better way of, of communicating with other players. Yeah, just like hoping you're the first person on a yeah. sim on a symbol and then you get it or you don't. Yeah. I guess what I mean by grinding too is like people were so turned off back in the day of like getting to a boss and dying and then having to traverse that gauntlet again to get back. Mm-hmm. People would just give up like immediately, like blood starved beast. Oh, okay. Keep right. going this way. Whereas this open world now, mm-hmm. just giving people a little more ways well, it has to a go about their business instead of just, it has a know, checkpoint system now. Exactly. Like, I think it's going to be the most forgiving, forgiving. Yeah. Yes. I think it's going to be the most accessible they've ever done. Maybe yeah, maybe comes. maybe this is just overly <laughs> cynical, and because like I do see that happening with a certain percentage. I feel like every From game, you'll you'll get that anecdote from somebody that's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I get it now." But th- I also just think there's a contingency of people that want no resistance, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's yes. not a, even yes. a criticism of them. Yeah. You can play how you want to play, yeah. Yeah. but it's just like some people aren't gonna be happy unless it's like press X to win. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'll be excited if, if like, we're talking about Elden Ring next Godies or something, and, and I'm like, yeah, there was that like, castle thing, and you're like, yeah, did you go to that castle? It's like, I did, and died 500 times. What's in there? And you were like, oh, there's a cool boss. I'm like, oh, cool. At, le- at least I know what you're talking about. You know, like, I got there. It wasn't like a linear thing that I just got stuck at this point. I just want to get stuck. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm fine with not finishing ones. it. I'm fine with not getting credits. Well, like, Sekiro, I think, is definitely the hardest one because you have definitely. to play it its way. Whereas this one, it's like, 
find your play style. Yeah. You know, like you can do magic in this. Yeah. Like I found this one not to be very hard compared yeah. to Sekiro, you know, like. I think yeah. it's just the, the thing that I'm worried about is it's like, yeah, you say Sekiro, it's like you have to play this one way, but it's like I didn't play this way in any other Souls game. But it's like, you know, the magic and weapons here, it's like, yeah, I've I've done this. Yeah. Is is the only thing. It's like I'm I'm all for player freedom, but with that freedom I hope comes new ways to appreciate it. You can summon six wolves or whatever and they'll just fight for you. Yeah, yeah. I do think <laughs> I yeah. the different skills are kind of interesting. Also, I do want to say like straight up one of the when I think of Dark Souls 1, I think about how enchanting and engrossing that world is and with the network test, right, it's literally walled off. You cannot, yeah. like, explore to your heart's yeah. content. And so I also don't think I have a, a near, even right. close to complete understanding of how interconnected and interesting and well-designed that world is. And so I'm excited to see that. Settle into it. Blood sadly will be playing Grid Legends on the 25th. <laughs> He's gonna, or I assume he's not. He's not here to say really what his schedule is gonna be like at the end of the month. But like, I, I assume that well, we we gotta, you're gonna see his name pop up. And yeah. He's be such like, a oh, slacker. We gotta tra- get him to know, cover something. I know. I know. With the, when, except when it comes to Grid Legends, he he'll be me. playing Grid Legends and then s- just very subtly like guilt trip us that he had to play Grid Legends instead I, of Elden Ring. <laughs> I just referring to my colleague and maybe one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. But he did message me over the big true story. And he said, there's no more new signs in Forza. I was like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> So sorry. You know, it's like, new. There's a new thing, a new season, new. He's like, they're all gone. <laughs> I was like, oh, There's so like, many of those. I think I played too much. <laughs> 100% yeah. it? No, but there's nothing like new. You know, it's like yeah. 100%ing it would mean going back, playing something that's not new anymore and getting a better score. score whatever. Like three stars. I'm, sure, I, there's, uh, I'm sure there's achievements beat it with this weird car or whatever. I love logging in and watch, seeing Blood play Halo because I just didn't expect it. Uh, and it's like, yeah, rock that multiplayer. Nice. And that's February. Woof. That's heavy. a month. Is it? I feel like there's... Heavy hitters. I feel like there's something... Maybe... A- oh, sure. I mean, there's there's stuff... Again, there's you know stuff that comes out on other consoles and, and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, potentially things that I, I miss. Again, shout out to Games Radar and Game Informer. Where, and I where's do, the sh- Silk Song Shadow Drop? I do, yeah, I do <laughs> double check a lot of this stuff just well, to, to know what it is. I hope it's not in February for their sake. Just prepare now because the, when Silk Song finally gives us a release a release date, it's going to be like six months. So just get just prepare mentally. They're going to be like, "Yo, here it is, Silk sure. Song release date, right. November." Yeah, and it's like, okay, just settle in, settle in. <laughs> is there any game that has us more by the balls than Silk Song? Like that just, hasn't been announced just, yet. No, it's just, just like however they release yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are at their mercy. We are at their mercy. Yeah. It's like, like, <laughs> you like you can only play it on you play. It's like, yeah, yeah. sign me up, yeah. sign me up. Here's our business plan. Ben Moore's not gonna like that. <laughs> just saying. You play. Yeah. Uh, in March of 2022, Elix two, E L E X, Roman numeral two. What do you know about Elix two? I'm it's, it's it's not a. It, <laughs> It's not a game that I've played, but I've watched fall, right? other coverage of right. Alex, and it's like one of those janky ass RPGs yeah. that doesn't look good, but is super interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like a grief for it. No, it's Mad Max, dude. Mad Max. It is totally Mad Max. And I come into uh, when, when was this man? But with like giants and shit. In two, yeah, in 2017. I roll it. Well, there's giants. You know, depending on how far you go to the Mad Max universe, in what direction? Uh, I went 
to Judges Week, and they were like, we got these games, we got this other game called Elix, and I was like, cool, sounds like a rollerblade future race game or something, and they were like, no, Mad Max open world action (laughs) RPG, Oblivion, but with like Mad Max, and I was like, everybody get out of my way so I can play this game, and then I booted it up, and I was like, this game runs horribly, but that character I just met was really interesting, and oh my god, I got way more items than I can figure out, and then they're like, all right, on to the next game, and I'm just like, what, Okay, you know, like speed dating. I'm just like, bye, Alex. And I'm like, fascinating. Then here comes Alex 2, which I didn't even know was announced. And it's coming out on March 1st. I watched the latest gameplay trailer they released, and it looks like it runs terribly. But it's such a fascinating world. It's one of those games that looks like it barely runs, but you can't stop playing it. I I, I, I'm glad that those games exist. That's why I said Greedfall, because it just seems like that swimming... Technomancer. This game has such issues, but yeah. it has really cool ideas and, and solid writing. I remember playing Morrowind on Xbox. Yeah. Xbox, not 360, Xbox. And I was like, this this, this game looks terrible, but I can't mm-hmm. I can't help because I know I'm playing it on the wrong system. You know, like I played Half-Life 2 on the 360. Or on PS2. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm oh um, my God. No, the first Half-Life. Half-Life 1 <laughs> okay. on the PlayStation 2. I don't remember Morrowind on the Xbox performing that badly well it just didn't i mean you if you if you go back from skyrim to oblivion there's a visual difference if you go from oblivion to morrowind it's a it's a much it calls back to a much earlier era man oblivion is one of those games where when it came out i was like holy shit this looks so good i can't believe it It was like a real like draw distance and foliage is a great you you go you go and you look at oblivion now and you're like yeah Oh my god! Like Character you, models. You're just yeah. amazed that this ever impressed you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's Alex, baby. Talks about Alex more than I thought we were. I wasn't sure if either of you were now. Alex. Yeah. Sure. Path, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous uh, was on PC last September. That's an action RPG. It's coming also on the first two PS4 and Xbox One. Last gen. Also uh, Divinity ishy action RPG. Babylon's Fall is on the third. Oh, that's my shimmy. This this should have been my shimmy. Yeah. I played it. Yeah, I played the beta. That game looks horrible. It have you seen it since they said it looked horrible and wanted to improve it? I saw that most recent trailer and it looked pretty bad. I the beta that I played was was one out of ten, two out of ten territory. It was it was unbearably Yikes. bad. Like it was the kind of bad where you're like, there's no defense here. Like on every, like on almost every conceivable metric, it was it was. I played two hours of it, and like, I felt every second of those two hours. Yikes. It was it was rough. Goodness, I would not. If you are excited because it has platinum on it, I would not pre-order. I would advise so huge caution. So it was just a generic, ugly, and pathetically boring mess. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Edmore does not throw out terms no, like bro. that ever. Hopefully launching in a bit more of a polished state. Gran Turismo 7 on the 4th. Sick. Uh, just, I'm, I'm so sure. ready. Yeah. I got him ready. I have uh, not been sucked in. Yeah. Sucked in since 4. That was the last time I was like sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I think with... with uh, it's been a while, Just huh? enjoying Horizon 5 so much... I'm really looking forward to it, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's been a while. I want it to be a showpiece. Let's go. I do, too. It seems qu- <laughs> it takes so long, but then it seems so quick. Yeah, look at the dates. Already? You know? It's like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> it's been so long. So long since you were sucked? Are you still making suck, suck jokes? No, it's it's over already? <laughs> look, look. 
Gran Turismo has performed amicably on consoles that I've checked <laughs> it out in the past. I don't know if I would go that far. But I, I've... And the whole time I've been in this business, I've never remembered this like sneaking up on somebody. A spec with whatever demo they had. Three is A spec, yeah. Whatever demo they that had. That was though, uh, four pro. Prologue. Five prologue. Five. It was like prologue. five. I remember it was the prologue. only time it was like, whoa, look at that. Yeah. Like, a Gran Turismo speeding toward us. Like it's always just been like this. These developers can take what you know, as much time as they want. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's they got just a great thing going on. Really making that game everything they want it to be. Yeah. Uh, High hopes. On the fourth, Triangle Strategy. Looking forward to it. I hope I Formerly like it. Formerly known as Project. The thing that Triangle I worried strategy. about with Triangle Strategy is um, looking forward to it. Didn't play all of the demo, mm-hmm. uh, but checked out the demo, and that really solidified my excitement. And uh, I'm just worried that it's coming out at the wrong time. Sure. Where I'm still going to be playing, playing February <laughs> games. Yeah. Um, and a game like that is obviously you know a pretty big commitment. Uh, so that that is my only concern. Yeah. I wish it was like April. When you make time for Total War Warhammer, right? Like you know, right. Triangle Strategy is like, I right. don't switch. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll play it before I go to bed. But right, um, I have it, high it, hopes for that game. Yeah, it. Well, it's also one of those games. Like just in the demo, it was extremely verbose. Where yes. it's like, yes, do you want to read? And it's there's it's not a criticism. <laughs> it's just you gotta you gotta settle in for that. You have to right, right. prepare yourself for that. There was a lot of reading in uh, Final Fantasy. Tactics, worth it. <laughs> worth oh, worth yeah, it worth to it. read that like a tome. Definitely. You feel like you're in a museum just going through like old like Last Crusade pages, just like, whoa. Lots of political intrigue. Spells for Spell Force 3 Reforced. Uh PS4 and 5 Xbox O X and S one X and S. I don't know. The eighth is an RTS. It was on PC last month. Hmm. Re- remake, remaster. Chocobo GP is on Switch on the 10th, and we are group streaming that. We are group streaming the shit out of that. That's going to be great. I think that's I mean, you need no to say. matter how it turns out, we will have a good time. <laughs> Tunic is on PC Tunic. and Xbox consoles on the 16th. Should Last be gen good. and current gen. Tunic. Should be. I feel like I've. Maybe Gimme Shimmy Tensei for four of here. One ten. Maybe. Just to, just, to, just to add a little drama. Worried because you you want it to win. I want know, it to be a win. Yeah, I want yeah. it to be a slam yeah. dunk. I yeah. want it to be a death's door. Just a win, you man. Know? Just a yes, tunic. You know, death door. Yes, tunic Put deserves. Put that on your list. De- yeah. yeah, it is. Tunic yeah. deserves to be like that. And and shout out to Brad Ellis. We've seen who was yeah, like shout out, dude. Death door rules. Waving the death door flag, sitting on my desktop playing Guardians first, and then playing death door after Guardians is done, or after I'm I've played enough of Guardians to understand it. I don't know if I'll finish that campaign. Returnal baby. Because no, if uh, I'm playing that after because it's on PS5. Because if if tunic comes out and it's just like yeah, it was, it was fine. It was good. That'll be a letdown after after. So It'll much. be lower than my expectations. I got to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. and that's not one. really my jam. Not a big Zelda guy. Again, play Breath of the Wild. Ocarina of Time is the best game ever made. But like, there's a lot of Zelda I missed out on. A lot of that stuff, I I get stuck in a puzzle and then I just start playing another game. But um, I I don't know. It just looks like a winner. I hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Death Store very Zelda. Very yeah. very true. Zelda. Persona Four Arena Ultimax. Uh, which Coming is back. Based <laughs> on the latest arcade version. Fun crazy announcement. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to play this, Ben. Yeah, wait, 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 play but it. But this is Arena Two, right? Persona Four Arena Two. It's Persona. Yes. Shit. <laughs> I wonder. I don't know if you could get the Persona Four Arena story in this. Yeah, because that'd be cool if it was. Like, yeah. all of it. Oh. You would think maybe, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm, on a, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, Stranger of Paradise, Final <laughs> Fantasy Origin. <laughs> this is, is on the 18th. This is my Gimme Shimmy Tensi Four. Hi. <laughs> I'm. I'm. 
I, I wrote it off so hard when I saw it. I was like, this looks terrible. And then I played the demo and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. But it's jank as hell. <laughs> so the thing is not jank, just weird. I don't know. Limp so yeah, Biscuit? I have no idea how to feel about this. Was it Limp Biscuit? This this is a game that feels like it should have come out during the original Xbox yeah, days with yeah, like some yeah. like yep. and on the the cover it's like you get 20% off Axe body spray. Yes. That is the vibe of this game, which like It's a modern game from 20 years ago. Th- this by the way, no that not a criticism. I cannot wait. Yes. This this enigma is going to give me nothing but joy. Like, yeah. you play this Memes. with, like... It's a meme machine. You play this with, like, a gallon of Mountain Dew, and you just <laughs> forget how horrible the world is for a bit. I didn't not play Outriders because I thought it was bad. I didn't play Outriders because I knew I was going to love it. And I was like, I can't do that to myself right now. I got to focus on other things. I feel like this game, yeah, gives you, like, diabetes from Mountain Dew and Doritos, and you don't even have to eat anything. Yeah, yeah. You just by playing this game, you'll gain five pounds. <laughs> you got four days to finish it because Rune Factory Five is, is coming to Switch on the twenty second. I know. I can't wait for Rune Factory Five. I did not get to play nearly as much four as I would have liked. I just played a little bit, but that little bit really like endeared me to the series, and so I'm super excited for five. Tiny it's Tina's Wonderlands. Tiny Tina is back in Wonderlands on PC and all the Playstations. Ash all the has got a good couple of months. Damn. Ash is doing okay in February and March. Ash is going to have a good year next year. Man, I feel so weird about this game. Not saying that she's in those games. She is the lead of both of those games and, like, is... A, <laughs> it's crazy. One of them is... Their character name is in the title. Doing all right. Because <laughs> I don't I don't even think I talked about it on Frame Trap, but, like, not last year. The year before, I think. I just, like, quietly played a ton of Borderlands 3 and, like, almost all... Like, two of the expansions and really enjoyed it. But I'm like I'm like looking forward to this, but right. I'm not like pumped. Right. I it's just it's weird where empty calories. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny you said it quietly because I literally just ima- imagine like late at night. No, I know, did. I played it the super ha- late. The at house night. is yeah. asleep. The cats are yes. the cats are nestled on the floor. You got, exactly the you got the headphones. the headphones on. Total deadpan. Ben Moore, not yeah. a, not a smirk on his face. Just like I got a bazooka in my butthole. And Ben's just like, yeah. Picking up the loot, <laughs> like going in, just not. That's, that is ever. basically exactly what happened. Just do I want to go yeah. sniper? Do I want to? You know, yeah, it doesn't have head. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to sum up my feelings on Borderlands because, like, you know, I think around here we criticize the humor a lot, and I think that's justified. But I also don't know if it's as justified as we make it seem sometimes. It's crude, so, it's like, so I don't feel too bad. But yeah, yeah, it's like I get it, but. I also don't think it's like as bad as it gets memed on, but it's 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 just I don't know how like I'm it's probably gonna play it and like it and then not really it'll just it'll just be whatever. Empty calories might be a it good. It makes me summer. uncomfortable. It, ma- it I makes cringe. me. I just sure. cringe. It's yeah. one of those things that feels like <laughs> it it it's like a million ways to die in the West or something where it's like the kind of humor is so brazenly unfunny that it makes you feel like you're you've somehow stepped onto a different planet where like the entire concept of humor works differently and you're the weird one <laughs> it like makes you question your sanity because it's so ho- all in on a thing a that just is so game. not okay take so place let on me, other planets let me know? let me try to <laughs> offer a small defense against that in a world where everything sucks all the time and you turn on the news and it's just like 
how are we getting fucked today? <laughs> Sometimes cringy humor is like weirdly endearing and simple. <laughs> like it's it's its own salve. Like I don't need everything to be highfalutin or profound or impactful all the time. That you know, I'm I, not saying things have to be highfalutin or profound. I no, actually, no, I know. I, know. I would I put know. I would put this kind of humor in that camp of like yeah. another terrible thing happening yeah. to me in the world. <laughs> but maybe that's just me. like like you turn on the sure. news and you hear a tiny Tina's Wonderland joke and you're like, yep, that's another that atrocity. That happen though. I think the movie's gonna gonna salve all the wounds. <laughs> yeah, I think I, the movie is gonna. I don't know. Keep Blanchett's in that movie, man. I don't know. It's Love crazy. Was the last thing? Was it the Game Awards? It's a really good where cast. Wonderland's appeared. It was something recently. The trailer happened, and I was Keely, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know, Please, please on. have something here, and it was just, it was, it was not a great trailer. So who knows? Maybe, maybe everything you're saying will be justified on release. Yeah, or maybe it'll be great. Borderlands was good. Starship sorry, Troopers, sorry Terran Command. Starship of... Troopers, okay, never mind. Terran Command. Saw a video of this comes when out on they the announced it, and it looked super rough. But I'm rooting for it because that's totally what it is. Bug is a dead We're done bug. talking about it. I was yeah. sorry. Oh, it doesn't. I was just, whatever. You see Nightmare Alley, Huber? Not yet. I'm oh. afraid of the theaters. Yeah. Trying to trying to let it, let it like, simmer. If that ever happens. It's going to simmer right out of the box office, baby. I know. It's right by the, the time, it's by the, right time the world now. is simmered, it's going to be gone. Yep. Uh, and just like it's going to be getting, yep, <laughs> just getting, and then along comes that Warhammer show, and it's going to get ten times the viewership. <laughs> Weird West is our last oh, game to talk about in Q1 that comes cool. out on PC, PS4, and 5, and all the Xboxes. On the 31st, that's Diablo-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a single-player action RPG. Uh, Immersive sim. Right. Slight tinges of Desperado 3, mm-hmm. which made me interested in it. And then I watched a lot of gameplay before this podcast, and mm-hmm. I... I don't is this the one, one with one. Ron Perlman in it? This might be my Gimme Shimmy Tensei Yeah, fourth. I get these two mixed up, Isla. I'm glad you said that. Where th- well, because there's no, like this nine is a, of these. This is a tactical... Western is it with like girl? weird stuff. It's single player. No, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't recall. He wasn't in the gameplay that I saw. They didn't really play him up. There Man. are a lot of weird West games coming. There are a lot yeah. of games. Yeah, there's in the hard West. West, Gungrave is West, getting a new game. West, they just have a CG trailer. West. Like oh, West of Dead is the Ron, Ron Perlman one. Dead. There are a lot yeah, of paranormal yeah. Western games. If I made a game, I would want Ron Perlman to be in it. Oh my god, yeah. Is Ron that uh, Nightmare in Alley? No, 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 no. Because no, no. that. Narrator, yes, is a freaking ten. Yes, out of 10. from Roman the school Bob. of Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a super giant employee. That uh, is Logan Cunningham, apparently. Nice, hell of a narrator, man. Ron Perlman and Monster Hunter was. <laughs> I still have to see that. That was also on the plane, dude, and I like I hovered, I hovered, I hovered, I hovered over the finger. Sick, dude! It's awesome. It is it's the so best bad. bad. It's so bad. Cool. Okay, cool, it's, cool, it's cool. Amazing. It's yes. Back to the Uva Bowl days. I want just kind to of make about, another one. Yeah. Oh, they sh- they should, dude. Uh, I wonder if there's. I wonder if anybody ever slid across the table. Uh, at what's her name? Come on, Claire. What's her fulfillment? Come on. Mila Jovovich. Yeah. I wonder if anybody ever gave her a gaming script and she's like, this is the worst thing I've ever, I'm not doing this. Well, movie. her husband directs she's all so days. down. I know. She's so down. Alice, not Claire. Alice, great. I knew yeah, it was wrong. Well, Claire, obviously, because Claire's yeah. the, that other Resident Evil character. <laughs> not as impactful and well-known, sadly, but as Alice. And now, a word from our sponsors. 
If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at a credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes. I did it. It took minutes. It's like, yes, for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Beginning of the year, uh, it's a good time. You're possibly assessing your finances. It would make me so happy if this was a help to you from Easy Eyes Podcast. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash easyallies. One word, that's upstart.com slash easyallies. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash easy allies. Speaking of finances, kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees. Chime, which we've talked about before, an award-winning app and debit card has no overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. With over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, you can gain access to your money when you need it, where you need it. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime, fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Make your first good decision of the new year. Join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up. It only takes two minutes, and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com allies. That's Chime.com allies. <clears throat> Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, N.A., members FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid credit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Whew. Paused in parts, but I don't think I stumbled. I'm going to hear that stumble, though, when I cut it later. I'm going to be very sad about it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on the show. They are now uh, doing pre-rolls, so you'll hear them on the ad version of the podcast right at the top. And this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think that you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you to avoid those lows. And we've been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. I've seen three therapists in my day at three different times. It was always an interesting, yeah, I was never like totally desperate before I went back. It was just like, I have a thing, and not even a thing, I need an answer to this question. I just want to talk about this to somebody who's not my friends or my family or my wife because they are sick of hearing me talk about these things. And it's just nice to check in with someone that will maybe even just tell you how you sound. Not even like, oh, I got a great idea about how you should run your life. It's like, here's what you just said to me. It's nice to hear it back sometimes. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat, se live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See how over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Easy Allies listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash allies. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash allies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Happy New Year. CES. CES. CES and Sony. Woo. Yes. Because they make... Lots of stuff that has nothing to do with video games. So they're going to show up at CES and talk about a bunch of things. 
Tom Holland came out on stage. Did you catch the Tom Holland moment? He's gay? No. He <laughs> <laughs> ah. Very, very, Sorry. very, very good. Uh, he um, said that he, while he was making Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, because he was at Sony, they were like, have your PlayStations. Have all of your exclusive games. Just they threw physical games at him, and he caught Uncharted and was like, what's this? And With his web. With his web. <laughs> yep. And uh, then, of course, he was on stage talking about the movie Uncharted that he's in. Uh, they talked about some PlayStation stuff at the CES. That was not the most exciting moment. It, it is just super funny to say Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg will be in an Uncharted movie. Are Nathan That's Drake funny, and Sully. Yeah. I, it's funny that, hap- that happened to Kenneth Branagh with Thor, where Kenneth Branagh really wanted to be Thor and tried to get mm. Thor made forever and mm. then eventually directed Thor mm. and bailed on the MCU as fast as he could possibly. He was like, all right, I made Thor, I'm out. Uh, and then thankfully, <laughs> Thor, I think, is in, is in much better hands at this point. But uh, it's the same thing with Mark Wahlberg, where he really wanted to be Nathan Drake, and they're just... It's crazy for him to be too old, but not old enough for this movie. <laughs> He's like both at the same time. That is weird. Uh, but I digress. It was really the PlayStation VR 2 mm-hmm. that I think made the biggest splash at CES. At least did for me emotionally, because I'm just like waiting to see what they want to change with PSVR 2, what they think needs changing with this system. Because it's one thing if you're meta. It's one thing if you're Valve. It's one thing if you're these big companies being like, we want to make the best oh. The best VR headset ever. It just makes me uncomfortable referring to them as meta. Right. Um, Should I call him Zuckerberg? Will that that ease the blow? Mark Zuckerberg's meta. Markzuckerberg.com is making VR equipment. So it's like I could see Sony coming at this from multiple levels. I could see them being like, hey, we're going to make another cheap thing. It's even going to be cheaper now. And it's not going to be that well made, but it's only 150 bucks. And you come out, you're like, whoa, that's a really smart angle because the. Quest 2 is not that expensive, and I uh, shout out to Brad Ellis, who just left it in the control room. I got it back. Uh, he borrowed that over the holidays and played uh, a bunch of stuff on there. Um, I'm super excited about it, but I would not be surprised if Sony's not. What are your expectations for Sony and PSVR 2 before we get into the hot details? Pretty good expectations. Yeah, I, I, yeah. you compare it with other initiatives that I feel like Sony had that I, I feel like were kind of for lack of a better word, felt very gimmicky, like the iToy for the PS2 or um, even the PlayStation Move, which obviously was incorporated into PlayStation VR, but mm. I feel like the PlayStation Move kind of came out hot and heavy at the, at, at the beginning of its rollout and then kind of faded, much like the Kinect. But PlayStation VR is one of those accessories, I think one of the rare accessories that came out, and it's like, yeah, I had a great time. Uh, there are some fond memories that I have of this. I'm excited to see this continue. Um, yeah, yeah, first party, like, you get those exclusives. Well, I'm, I'm sure they'll make their way to PC at some point. You know, Sony's been dropping their games on there, but it definitely sets them apart if you're looking at, right. you know, the console wars because Microsoft and Nintendo don't have their, their VR thing. So it's definitely providing a gaming space that the competitors are not. Um, so I think yeah. they are kind of, you know, they should they would be smart to push push that for sure. It's interesting. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn is now on PC. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Horizon Call of the Mountain will be on PC. Maybe, maybe. maybe. yeah. Uh, that'll be coming first exclusively to the PlayStation VR 2 from mm-hmm. Gorilla and Fire Sprite. I did not look on Fire Sprite. Sorry, I'll make back me up on that one. I don't know if Fire Sprite's a name that 
pops up. Obviously, Gorilla may be working with a strict VR developer who's like, let me take the assets you guys are working with and uh, make something interesting. Quote, will open the doors for players to go deeper into the world of Horizon. Fun. Shocker. I love little didn't think another Horizon VR would be doing spinoffs. That. You know, it, it's a it's a safe space to explore a universe of lore without being you know a huge sequel or or, I, or that I, you can do like smaller scale. I think this is one of those announcements where I had the reaction of like, oh yeah, of course they're gonna make a Horizon VR game, mm-hmm. and it is, it's yeah. that's not even a negative reaction. It's just like not a surprising one, mm-hmm. yeah. but. The more you think about it, like, I was just glancing at the trailer before the podcast, and, like, you, you see them kind of pan up toward a tall neck, and you're like, oh, right, the scale of Horizon. Like, if you really start to think about it yeah. and dig into it and, and how you can encounter these creatures and how, like, magical it could feel, this could potentially be very, very, very exciting. Oh, Playboy and uh, Playroom and Sackboy stuff. The okay. Persistence. That's a hype toy. Yeah, Fire Sprite made Playroom, Run Sackboy's okay. Run. So they have worked in, they've worked with the PlayStation VR. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. making a lot of stuff. And a Star Citizen thing, apparently? Uh, who, everyone's worked on Star Citizen. Guaranteed an Avatar moment, not, not Airbender, but a James Cameron Avatar, where a creature uh, is like. In your face. In You're going to get You're stalked. You're like in a tree yeah, or yeah. a bush or yeah, something. Yeah. It's going to get come and up it's... Alien 3. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Count on it. Ben, I swear the next line on my notes was that we joke a lot of times about like, well, that wasn't on my bingo card. I think Horizon VR was on all of our bingo cards. Like, I think it was something where like, if <laughs> I was like Sony and <laughs> said, make it happen, you'd be like Marvel in VR. It's like Iron Man. They did it for that. It's like, oh, then Horizon. Like, there we go. This yeah, is the next... Yeah. Thing. Um, and I had a lot of fun with Iron Man VR, but it also didn't look all that great. So it's going to be interesting to see, especially with the four points that I'm going to bring up that they brought up in their blog post of what they expect to be improved or noteworthy about the PlayStation VR 2, whether Horizon will show off all of these things. Do you, have, do you remember what any of these are? Do have any guesses 4K, on what's exciting HDR. about visual fidelity? 4K, um, HDR, OLED, yeah. um, 110 degree of field of view, foveated rendering. Foveated rendering. F O V E A T. Foveated rendering. Field of view, something, something, something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I it's like a wider viewing angle. I know they said you can see way more. Uh, display had... resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye and frame Which rates of 90 to 120 than the Quest hertz. Which is higher than the Quest 2, I think. Um, per the, eye. New, uh, the new controllers are exciting. I mean, that's some like valve knuckle type uh, things it kind of looks like, right? Foveated rendering the is for eye tracking. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I don't think I've seen the PSVR. Two controllers, but I like both the index controllers and the the Quest Two controllers. That's part of what they're calling their new sensory features. Yeah, there it is. Uh, one of these is a little scintillating. I don't know how comfortable I feel about this. The headset feedback that quote amplifies the sensations of in-game actions. Mm-hmm. A single oh. built-in motor with vibrations that add an intelligent tactile element. I remember to the eye tracking. Had mm-hmm. me the most hype. There we go, number you four. You can look at something and it'll know you're looking at it? Yeah. Like, what? Which is not that far out. It's just how much your developer's going to get excited about that and okay. how much is Sony going to tell them, you go for yeah. it. You know, because it's... Because that's, like, that's not like moving the set and it knows. That's like moving your eyeball. Within the set. Right? Within, yeah. Right. That's... When when Robert Downey Jr. moves his eyes around to look inside of, Thor, of, yeah. of Iron Man's helmet and the, the yeah, targeting like reticle moves with his select eyes. Select stuff on the HUD with your eyes. I think, cool. I think about annoying PSVR moments and it's like 
regularly yeah. recentering the screen. Yes. And so if that oh, can, that's a great call. If that if it can yeah. if it can just be like because when you play VR, you inevitably have that moment where you're just immersed in the world, and obviously you can't see. Right, and it's like, oh, I started playing, and I was in front of my TV, but now I'm looking at the corner of my couch. Yeah. Right, and so you just get turned around and having to like readjust or like, yeah. oh, I'm taking my headset off to grab a drink, mm-hmm. like just to make that as seamless as possible and have it be like, okay, this is where you are and we're adjusting, would be amazing. If it's not wireless, my hype will go down. I think it sure. is not. My yeah, hype I, will diminish because like I don't think yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, I think it's such wired. a. No, wired, not to sound lazy, wired connection but like to PS5. Wired no, connection. I, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, it's I, crazy to set this thing up. I, I just did it for the the Psychonauts <laughs> VR thing, right. and it was like I was yes. compelled to beat the game in one sitting because I just wanted it out of my yes. space. Yes. Like, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. beat it and get it out of here. <laughs> I live in a tiny apartment. Yeah, and I I truly be- like I cannot dedicate. I have yeah. no space to dedicate solely to VR, and for that reason, mm-hmm. I feel like I play less of it than yeah. I would. However, the Quest 2 was this kind of revelation yes. where it's like I just put this thing yes. on. I don't have to dr- I don't have to untangle all this shit mm-hmm. and just pull it out and yes, there's uh, no reason for I it. I think to it's absolutely. just a USB-C. So Look, like I'm one... looking at the spec sheet right now and it just says I remember USB-C. them saying we want to simplify that okay. whole yeah. process. So if it's a one plug-in. I think you just plug it into the USB-C. To I think I saw a review yeah. where the guy actually said like, "Is it going to have 8,000 wires?" and they like kind of <laughs> chuckled and were like, "No, it's not. No, we know, we don't know." Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Great. Like I, I think I've used every main VR, and PSVR is definitively, to my mind, the worst by a lot. And like the Quest Two, I was shocked at how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's just a standalone thing, and it's three ninety nine or whatever. This, you know, it could, it's one fifty, but you need a PS Five, which is four hundred or whatever. Well, wait, they did give a price? No. Or it, well, then then this thing is way more expensive than. Oh the yeah, yeah. I thought this thing. Oh is no, I was bad. saying one fifty. Like that's a way they could yeah, go. Yeah, you know, oh, they could they could oh, come oh. out I, again I with the shocked. cheap angle. They could yeah. come out and say we're we're this the, thing's gonna be like we're the Fisher okay, price yeah. of VR, and if you just want to just buy in, you can do this. I but thought we're you never said that say it was they better. said it was one fifty, and no, I was sorry. like, how is that possible with these OLEDs and this screen that are better than the Quest? Well, how is the Quest two as cheap as it is? Well, I don't know exactly. A loss leader, who knows? But like I'm skeptical on this, just which brings me about the VR. Other one is so yeah, bad. To that point in VR in general, which is the every everyone's losing money on VR. Like this is not so. It's it is a tad surprising to me to see having them come out and be mm-hmm. like, get ready for all these improvements and all this money we're spending. We're asking Gorilla to take the time to get this game ready. Yeah, you I, must just be hoping for like a big million, a couple million seller to recoup your money. I don't know. Sorry. No, I. VR is is such a tricky beast because once you experience it, you obviously understand the appeal. But I do think something that is different this time is you already have a, a, a history with PlayStation VR One, right? So you have some awareness of it, and it's still it's still the infancy of this generation, right? Where I I, I still think like people are maybe at this point in the console cycle, open to new experiences that maybe they were previously closed off to. I think it's a, it's a good time, and it's also something, right, where... It, I don't know if you said this, Huber, but it's like, Xbox is not doing this. So it's like, you could make these... You could have, you know, Call of the Mountain be this amazing, super well-reviewed, you know, this critical darling, mm-hmm. right, in a way that 
Microsoft just can't. Yeah. Right. They just they just are right. not supporting that format, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know, I feel like this is talked about where sometimes having something even if it isn't like a mega blockbuster selling game having that prestige uh amounts for something mm-hmm. remember the 3ds 3d like pictorama like tableau things we would get when you finish the puzzle like you'd finish the puzzle you get the last puzzle piece and then it's like oh, okay here's the kirby 3d thing and you're like oh, oh look at kirby and his friends they're so silly stuff? yeah and it would yeah. just re- it would just loop but it was this fun little window that you got to look at. I love Street Pass, and I don't remember. That. I don't know why. It was a reward for finishing the, the puzzle stuff. I don't know why there wouldn't be one for every single PlayStation exclusive. If, like, if I buy God of War Ragnarok, yeah. it unlocks a free thing for PSVR 2 that's you just sitting on the boat. That's it. It's just me and the boat yep. with everybody, the whole cast, and they all stay. Maybe they say a couple funny things. Man, you, don't need, was... you don't need Gorilla to take six months off. Yeah. Like You can just like make just let me look Jones, at it. Yes, I was shocked <laughs> with the Resident Evil 25th anniversary. They didn't just say, like, here's uh, lo- VR locations. Uh, yeah. Let me stand in the Spencer Mansion yeah. and just look around. Yeah, I, similar. I, I see what you guys are saying, but I wonder if that actually does more harm than good, mm-hmm. where... In the consumer mind, it it makes it seem less essential. I think you I think you want to as much as possible. Now that this technology has been iterated on enough, where you don't want to be like, here's the fun thing you can do if you have a lot of money. You can stand in the RPD and look <laughs> yeah, around, and that'll yeah. be fun for ten minutes. You want to be like, no, this is an amazing game yeah. that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, also, number two on the list was headset-based controller tracking. So that's inside and out, body and controller. So this this thing has cameras on it. It's looking at you. It's looking at the rooms. Looking at your at the. That's what's great about the quest too. Is I put the thing on and I'm not blind because it's like here's the here's the room I, you can see it. You know I'm like oh there's my cat get out of here. I got over old overnight man. Like never used to get me, but last multiple times I've used VR. It just makes me ill. So I'm hoping Which maybe VR? this. Yeah, I use. We're still going game to game. I you know, use the Vive I think don't. for Half Life Alex and. Uh, wow, Half Life Alex doing it's pretty bad. Right. Did you use the Index? I borrowed whatever one. It was either the Index or the Valve, I think, oh, or okay. the Vive, one of those. The Vive is the one that we have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I use the Vive. Kind of old, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I hope maybe just with the new tech, it'll reduce yeah. some of that if people have we'll see. issues. Yeah, it's just I get like a little queasy from it. We'll no, get I, it I hear you. Out yeah. of the box, we'll put it on your head. We'll see what happens here. Right I mean, now. the just Index. Let us know. Just be honest. The Index to me is the best VR on the market, and well, so. like I, I was playing the Medal of Honor game on the Index, and I was like. <laughs> Sick. It's not oh, okay. really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if this. I might, mean, that was yeah. a while ago, <laughs> but like, no, I, yeah, I really, I felt, worst. I felt terrible. Yeah. Um, oh. the, what I did play of God, Resident Evil Four VR, though, I did not feel that way. Like did I, I was use... even doing Rhombus, and that's stationary, and even that, oh. I was just like, oof, mm. oof. Nothing crazy, but just a little bit of a queeze. Well, is that PSVR? Because PSVR yeah. makes me queasy no matter what. Yeah. Whereas, like, was, if I'm yeah. using teleport. Like Alex with teleport mode yeah. didn't make me yeah. sick. Teleport, teleport is a must yeah. for me. Teleport is the way okay. to go. Yeah, I went all I went motion in Alex. Oh yeah, that's why. That's your problem. Like, oh. oh yeah, yeah. That's no, no way, no way. Yeah, it was a lot. By the end of it, I was like, oh, you got to teleport. You could have had a completely different experience. You, you got to teleport, baby. Why don't you? Tell I did us? both. I did both. I, I did a lot. I fooled You're around a liar. A lot. I did a lot. I did both, but eighty percent motion. For sure. So Sony is rolling out the Uncharted movie. Really happy about that. Spider-Man. It's going to be interesting to see what Insomniac does. Are you does. really happy about it? Uh, 
I'm happy for Sony to go make movies. They are really happy about it. Okay. I want video games. I want the world to know about video games and how wonderful they are. They do. Um, and Sony, they're they're so good to those franchises. Spider-Man, super curious what Insomniac does with VR. They made like a whole big game and some other stuff, kind of like Ready at Dawn, where they're like really investing a lot in that. That Ben, though, that Ben studio, mm-hmm. uh, not one of these darlings uh, within the Sony group. Um, and this came out in a really interesting way this week. Ghost of Tsushima, shout out, hit 8 million sales. Uh, that number keeps going up. Sucker punches that keeps being a bigger and bigger success for them. Had a great DLC, great you know multiplayer mode that they added to it for free. And everyone's happy. But the problem is, in day, Days Gone in 2019, hit 18, hit 8 mil sales. Uh, and Jeff Ross on Twitter, uh, the director of the game, who's not at Bend anymore, because he left Bend, uh, because he was like, I'm super proud of the game. He said... My last week at PlayStation, I'm incredibly proud of all the games I got to make, but also looking forward to new challenges ahead. I'll post about my plans later, but I'll be moving to Chicago once COVID calms down. Hmm. I don't know if COVID calmed down for enough for him to get to Chicago. Uh, He worked on Siphon Filter, Dark Watch, Resistance Retribution, Uncharted Golden Abyss. And then uh, Sony thought that Days Gone was unsuccessful, in in his words. He tweeted this week in response to Game Informer's tweet congratulating... Ghost of Tsushima. At the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and a month, and we sold over 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more, and then a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. Why'd they do that? Why, 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 score. why was everybody so could, mean to bend Sony? Could you let me know what the Metacritic on score it. of Days Gone in? That's the only reason I can see why, because Ghost of Tsushima had both numbers. They had the critical acclaim and the sales 71 for ps 71 yeah we know that sony prioritizes big critically acclaimed really epics yeah. and if you're a 70 critically I, like they're gonna be disappointed I, I am obsessed with days gone that's all i want to say everyone out here knows it everyone that watches I mean, I, I we love reviewed days it gone. loved it also made me weepy it's better now <laughs> than it's ever been they had the ps5 patch uh, like this is a back. great game this is disrespect. Yeah, I played through it well after the fact. I played through it in 2020, and there's there's certainly criticisms you can level at that game, but awesome game. 71. Isn't that I, crazy? I, it blew my blew me away when that happened. I mean, I guess it, it almost makes me feel like Days Gone is just the result of cynicism. Yeah, and like I don't know that yeah. game. That game. It's has, so much better than a 71, damn it. It's so much better than that. It, it has so much heart yeah. to yeah. it. And it's like one of those, if you announced Days Gone 2, I'd be like, I can't wait to play that. Yeah. Like, Days Gone, really long game. Yes, for sure. My wife and I, when we finished it, we're like, we're really happy we played A little played long-winded. That. Yeah, definitely one of the criticisms. Overstated yeah. welcome. Just yeah. a touch. But yeah. just any experience where I can walk away from being like, I was really attached to those characters, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed, you know, you think about, I think it... It's just one of those things where I think you announce it, and it's so easy to just be like, uh, zombies again. Yep. Yeah. Open world you know, again. Op- yeah. yeah. It's Try hard like protagonist again. That's what, I, that's what I mean by cynicism, where I think it's like so easy to... <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I gave it 7.5. Jones gave it a 7.5. Yeah. Gave and seven hey, there five. were bugs early on, though. There were bu- there, yeah. It was that frame a rate, That frame rate right. was... Right. Yeah. I had the benefit yeah. of playing yeah. and not having to review it, right. but... I, I don't. I don't need I love, everything. I was like, did I give it an eight? I can't remember. I, don't need, <laughs> I think it was a seven five. I don't think it was a seven five. I feel them, super affectionately toward it. When I heard them blasting sevens, I was like, I hope we gave it a seven. Seven five. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 
I really liked it. The, the encounters, like the, some of those swarm encounters, so yeah, fun. like trying to survive those. Well, were you're a big Left 4 Dead fan, and a lot yeah. of people. I remember when I reviewed it, I was like, "This is zombie stuff on a level I've never seen before." And they're like, "Well, you haven't played Left 4 Dead," and it's like, "Okay, first of all, yeah. no, I've played Left 4 Dead one or two numerous times. Second of all, second of all, there's a different, there's a yeah. big difference in zombie. That's that's the thing, man. You and I love zombie. Every we, all these allies love yeah. zombies. Damn it, uh, not enough for me to watch the live action Walking Dead show, but I love them. <laughs> and there's a difference between like. 25 zombies running at me really fast down a corridor or coming up over like a, a wall or jumping like the way they do in Left 4 Dead. It's another thing when there's 140 of them. <laughs> yeah. And they're coming at me kind of like cows. Like they're coming at me like rats, you know, where you're just like, whoa. Like there was just some visual things that I, I might not even thought I was in danger, but I just kind of looked at like, look at that thing. You know, that's, a big, <laughs> that's a big scary mask. Yeah. Those big drums that you just chuck. Like... I, I think the reason always why make sure I, I had at least one of those ready to go. I talk about the cynicism. I feel like I had that same cynicism to Days Gone. Like I am critical of that cynicism, but I think I went through the same process. And it's one of those games where it's like, oh, I'm really glad I played through it. And so I, I, I hope people give it a chance. Clearly, yeah. it's selling well. The PS um, Plus thing helped for sure. But Bend has now lost its lead writer on Days Gone uh, and the director. Yeah, I they're, just, they're I going just on to make things. They're, yeah. yeah, they're. It, it's that's not going to happen. Like Sony's going to make sure that's not going to happen. But the thing is, and this happens in TV like all the time. Dogs, where it's sleeping like, dogs deserved order, better. Yeah. Like Order eighteen eighty six. I know that has its own set of problems. I'm but, not with you on Order. Yeah, I, 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 but it was, I it's, played through Order. It's like, but you said it about Days Gone, kind of where yeah. it's like it's endearing. Like yeah, they yeah. tried yeah. something with yeah. all of sure. their heart. Sure, you know, yeah. and it's like. Because of the AAA expectations, they're held to a higher standard, right. which they should be. But I also appreciate when a AAA studio does try to do something different. And like Days Gone was like all of these similarities, but they still managed to make it its own. You know, so I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm bummed about the whole Days Gone arc. I I just <laughs> really liked managing gas with my motorcycle. Yes. They, yeah. And we fast traveled. It's like you used gas, so that gas is now gone. You were spending fast travel. Do in they gas. do they consider it a failure, Jones? Do you think because of the score? Do you think disappointment? That's why Sony disappointment is... is the word that the director of the game used, who has left the studio that he loved and the game he directed that sold just as well as Ghost of Tsushima franchise. I think is going to be around for a while, even though it's talking about one particular moment in history. I hope they can milk that as much as yeah. they can. But um, this happens in TV all the time. You hear, oh, I love that show. Gone. It's four episodes, and I thought it was going gone. You know, so it's like it's weird to happen in games because yeah. more money is being sold because I think they expect these products to be in people's hands for longer. But the thing that's different about this is like Deacon, and you know, going back to like other things he's worked on. There's like another. Sam no, there, there was some other. Oh, uh, um, Darth Maul. Ready at Dawn and um, Order is that we're not even putting these in montages anymore. When we do our, like, PlayStation, wee! Yeah. You know, it's like, we're not showing SSX. We're not showing this game. We're not showing Days Gone. Yeah. Like, Deacon's gone. Get out of here, Deacon. And so it's just straight, Jack and Daxter, you can stay. But Deacon, get out of here. You know, it's like, yeah. it's this weird, like, franchise forgetfulness. It's like, yeah. yeah, we didn't do that. It's like, you did it, mate. Sold 10 million? What? Like That is a lot of copies. We're ashamed of this, of you, Deacon. Honestly, I think you're touching on something that, is really frustrating about Sony, where it's like, I really love Aloy, I really love you know Joel and Ellie, I really love Ratchet and Clank, like, but it's just I feel like it's like if you're not on the same level in every conceivable way, you're gone. And I feel like it's just like almost suffocating. Where it's like, I think this medium has helped if 
we encourage, like, we have a wider portfolio of things that, that's not necessarily, you know, the critic bait. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily the nine. It's not the 9.5. It's got some rough edges. It's got some criticisms. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, I sometimes I just feel like the things that they push in front of your face are, are so narrow. Or it's like, it's only this. It's only this. It's only this. It's like, I, I want to see more days gone. I, I don't, I don't know. I, sometimes I think things get, like, so polished to a fault. You know what I mean? Like, it's so buttoned up. Do you think they were worried about it competing against Last of Us? No, it did. Like, I think get you nailed out of it. The way you you told me that seventy-one, and I was like, like "Oh, I contributed to that." It's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It just didn't. It that that's something that well, they. But that's that, also crazy because because mm-hmm. a seven is not bad, right? Yeah. It's like that's that's a whole nother conversation. Where and if we're a just seven point like, five leads to ten million yeah. in sales, that's a further definition of what a seven point five can be. I feel yeah. like I can give a game an eight, and people would be like, "What's wrong with it?" And it's like. This is a fucking problem. And yeah, I think if you talk to, and I have a strong feeling in my gut, if you talk to any fan or anyone at Easy Allies or any of my colleagues that I know that played and enjoyed Days Gone and ask them, do you think if Ben, ben Studio had a chance to make Days Gone 2, do you think it would be better? No question in my mind. It would be yeah. an incredibly better game. Yeah. But there's maybe crazy stuff like multiplayer and co-op and DLC. And so they were like, ah, oh, we had ideas. You played that game all the way to conclusion. And that game tells you what it wants to do with the rest of that franchise. I kind of want to just go back to and thumbs up, thumbs no, down. Get out of here. You know, you go to IMDb and everyone either gives it a 10 or a 1. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just you know, user reviews in general. But yeah. It's basically just thumb up, thumbs down. Yeah. Thank you for thumbing up the Easy Allies podcast. Yeah. One reason to do it, maybe just this episode in general, maybe just this one episode of the Easy Allies podcast, is this, as you may have noticed, is the 300th episode of the Easy Allies podcast. We did it. We did it. Nobody else in this room. Did anything else to achieve this goal? Just the three of us right here. Yeah. Just, just us. Trying to drag Bloodworth along. Just trying to, <laughs> just carrying him. Um, I reminded our patrons, uh, our $5 patrons who contribute to Love and Respect, which we're going to get to in a second. But I said, hey, this is the 300th episode. Just reminding anybody in case they forget. They love to remind me that 300 is coming up. And we have some nice wishes. Yeah. This is not news. This is something that I actually omit from the beginning and the ending of a lot of Love and Respect posts, which are like, hey, allies, love you guys. First time, you know, listening all the time, first time commenter. I try to get right to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. This is all fluff, baby. Sit back and enjoy it. You earned it. Uh, one patron asks, so somewhere between 200 and I, uh, oh, sorry, between, <laughs> I wrote this, between 200 and I, uh, 200 and now, I took over as moderator. Any fond memories of Jonesy in the moderator seat from the last 60 or 70 episodes or something? Yeah, you and uh, you and Blood have been doing great. You, you know, specific you've been memory that one along. podcast. Okay, uh, <laughs> just just you oh. making it your own. You know, in the early days, it was you carrying it on, and I feel like in the last couple months, you have have made it your own, Jones. Something that really touched my heart. I remember the Earth Defense Force moment. And I was like, he pulled that story just for me. <laughs> I love that. I, that those, those little <laughs> gems, I love. <sighs> It's, I was worried when I took over as moderator, like, we yeah. need to talk about the news. And then I was like, wait, no, let's just talk about what the people at the desk want exactly. to talk about. Yeah, I agree with that yeah. line of thought. Happy Gaming says, happy 300th episode. I don't know what I could have done the last several years without you. Friends talking in my ears, helping me through some of those difficult parts of my life with a smile on my face. Love you so much. Keep doing what you do. Oliver Higgins said, what are some of your favorite memories from the last 300 episodes? I look forward to your podcast every week. So here's to 300 more from Ollie. Um, NPDs. Every time. Every time. NPDs. Sean Dupree. 300 episodes. I know you don't usually take questions like this, but seeing how both Isla and Ben are on the show this week, I thought I'd ask for more improv. I found Fiasconauts and Tabletop Escapades to be excellent exercises in comedic storytelling. I ask, 
It's a big ask, but fuck if you folks aren't funny. Um, I don't think I'm funny, but Matt, I've laughed harder, I think, at ECLS than in Fiasco Oh, Nots, I think man. you're funny. Fia- yeah, but it's a, it's a particular type of funny. You're funny. Man. And Fiasco Knots, like, there's some, there's some moments in terms of comedy where I'm like, I got this room in the palm of my hand. This is great. <laughs> it was a fun show. From Level Capybara, this is my favorite podcast. Happy 300th episode, allies. Have a hearty podcast for tonight. You dine in love and respect. Keep up the great work. Uh, and Brandon K. Gann, the historian, episode one. Y'all remember it? Sitting in the garage on four old fold-out chairs around what looks like the world's tiniest circular table using one Yeti microphone. Before I continue, I just want to take a moment to ask for a brief look around at where you are now with the growth you've had and the potential of what's to come. But moving on, on that episode, it was Mr. Jones, Moore, and Bloodworth, Slacker Bloodworth, talking about the PlayStation 4K, a.k.a. the PS4 Pro, Nintendo discontinuing Wii U production, and Evolution Studios closing. All of this being moderated by some Bossman fellow. Jesse Blue says, I love you all and respect that you have differing opinions from mine and from what from each other. I never post here, so I thought I'd say Happy New Year, and I want you to take it easy on yourselves and take each day as they come. Hugs and smiles, Jesse Blue. Jesse Blue's a name you will see come up in a lot of other content, but yeah, it is not. Stop by love and respect. Um, and that's our wonderful community, and that's our 300th episode. We have also this week to get to, and we have, uh, you know, love what? and respect and all of that stuff, but a happy 300 to all of you. I'll save a cheers if I, if I win, but... Aren't you going to do the yeah, gonna do the, the, the thing? The thing, Jones? The rap? We do or was it the rap? Yeah. Isn't there a Isn't there a rap? Yeah, like a thing. Like a rap or a song or 300 something. 300 episodes. How many of those did Kyle do? Every 100. Every 100. Was, wasn't it? Yeah, two, right? 100, 200? You're on the hook. 300 episodes, Jones. You're almost right. at a year. Okay. In t- if you watched one a day, it would take a year almost. I don't have to do podcast producer credits tonight. I'll write this when I get home, and then can Isla, can you just roll and all? Can I just like, uh, I mean, yeah. can I auto battle while while we're just gonna sit here while it plays? Yeah, so okay, roll, all right. Okay. Well, it's some kind of trick to moderate, and I'll admit that my first steps weren't that great. But the thing about hindsight as of late is if I make a mistake, it's already too late. You see, the thing that I really want to do is try to entertain and educate you and figure out what's real and what ain't true and what's up in 2022, because seriously, God of War Ragnarok, Breath of the Wild 2, Starfield, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, Scorn! Next year's gonna be ridiculous. Without patrons, we'd never get this far. Got Huber glasses, let's get Bloodworth a car and recognize this community sets the bar while we get to play games and be who we are. That's how it is in the biz, we're living the dream. Losing lives like we're live on another stream team. This ain't no backdoor shitty Wesker scheme. Every bit fast and loose as it may seem. I buy microtransactions quick as the breeze. Range damage and all skill trees. Grind RPGs, talk NFTs, I'm prepping launch on a cryptocurrency. I'm telling you, it's a solid plan. You're just going to have to trust Jonesy on this one. Decentralized, peer-to-peer, digital Donbox. Do you want to just hand over a hard-earned cash to the government? Of course not. It's all about freedom, baby. No bank employees to talk to, no payment processors to cut you to death with fees. Each blockchain deal looks like a traditional ledger, nothing to be scared about. Fortunately, we don't have to- Hey, hey! Where'd everybody go? I like to sing to a spicy song that cooks. I can't rest on my laurels or these looks. I want to make fun of all these industry crooks in my booth reading all my anime books. I got Boba Fett fighting on the patty. I got an arrow for every sprint and baddie. No love or respect makes me all saddy, but I guess that's why they call me. I like to do backflips while I sniff the flowers. Hand in hand with Austin Powers. If you got an open world, I got the hours. Picking up mounts and climbing towers. So get comfortable and I'll show you how. We're going to hit the spotlight and take a bow. Drop as many F-bombs as you do will allow. Let's Give Elder Ring that Cody now! Raise a glass, shout 300 down. Suck at Smash Brothers while you paint the town. Don't be an assy crass ass Kafka clown. Celebrate, take a breath outside that frown.
some companion XP. Who's your companion? Uh, he's he's a. Um, I love this like a legit question. Thank you. Uh, he is a. That's a Marvel Future Evolution, and he is the. Um, I'm a big fan of Nova. I'm surprised Nova hasn't popped up in the MCU. And he's basically like a, a big alien Nova. He's mm. like of the John C. Riley, the people you see in the first Guardians film, where they got the Nova Star, the Nova Core. He's one of those guys and shoots just like Captain Marvel. So, but he was the first guy I three starred, which means you can summon him. So I was like, "You're it. Got to level up anyone else to bring him in." Also this week. Uh, <laughs> According to Bloomberg, Schreier dropped a big post. I was maybe going to make a headline, but we can move right past it. Basically being like, what is going on with Ken Levine? Ken Levine created Ghost Story Games uh, eight years ago, and a bunch of people just left, and they were like, he ain't making a game. <laughs> so it's it's a bummer. I wanted to have a conversation about Ken Levine, but we'll see. Hard to have a conversation about him if he's not doing something. Mm. But shout out to Ken Levine. Hope you can, uh, Damn. Hope you can make a game, bro. You made some fun ones. The Samsung Gaming Hub was announced. Quote, new game streaming discovery platform, uh, meaning what Stadia is to Netflix, Roku is to Samsung Gaming Hub. <laughs> so, like, you get the Roku for your, the TV, and then, oh, Netflix is already in it. You know, mm. Disney Plus is already in it. You know, and this is like, well, what if you get the Samsung Gaming Hub? Stadia is already in it. Luna's already in it. All these things, you know, it's like one-stop shop. We'll see how that works. To celebrate Castlevania's 35th anniversary, Konami introduced Castlevania NFTs. Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox consoles. Due to COVID concerns, specifically the Omicron variant, E3 will again be digital. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Turkish police took 40 suspects in for an alleged money laundering scam perpetrated using Twitch. That's all I got. EVE Online is getting invaded by the Daleks from Doctor Who. What? <laughs> EVE Online. That's crazy. Crazy. Is I, it I, a Doctor Who crossover? Yeah. Daleks? EVE Online it's doesn't cool. have a lot of crossovers. I'm just not, not a franchise I've known for doing that. Activision asked a court to shut down Warzone cheat maker Engine Owning, part of their attacks on, on all the people making Warzone tough to play, uh, which is good for them to do. But, quote, they said that Engine Owning did irreparable damage to Call of Duty's goodwill and reputation, which I think Activision also did. Australia-based Remy, quote, Mint Blitz went 100 and 0 in free-for-all matches in Halo Infinite. It's fun. It's fun to watch. 100 Hacks. and 0. Hacks. Uh, st- speaking of hacks, Steam broke its concurrent user record. Any guesses what that is? On Sunday, this past Sunday, partially probably due to Omicron, everybody's at home. Uh, 27 million. Also, so the winter sale. Uh, 27.9. 27.9 for 2036. 27 mil. Uh, and we lost Madden last week. This week we lost Betty White at the age of 99. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you if she's been a solitary video game. And this is a video game podcast. Don't care. Shout out to Betty White. <laughs> Made it to 99. Just weeks short of her hundredth birthday. Honorary one. She made it. She made it. She yeah. made, come on. She, she made it. Honorary one. You can't. You can't go Same to ninety nine. Same difference. Yeah. If this was an MMO, we would just level it up and call it a day. Yeah. Rest XP. Yep. Let's play a game. From John Oft Jacobson. Hi. This is a quick fire game I made for your three hundred episode anniversary. Above or below three hundred. Here's our 11 questions. Two Ooh. bonus, if you so choose. I love me some bonus questions. Yeah. Are these above or below the number 300? Love and respect, John. How many cars were in Forza Horizon 5 at launch? Above. More than 300. 504. Yeah. <laughs> how many, and shout out, Isla from Next Room, if any of these, if you know any of these. How, yeah. many, how many N64 games were released in total for the North American region? Below. Above. Above, below? Below. 296. Mm. Oh, my. 
the total uh, the total number of default and free downloadable maps in the Call of Duty franchise. This includes zombie maps and map remakes. The source from the Call of Duty fandom wiki. How many maps? Below. Be- mm, this is a tough one. I'm going to say below. Tough. It feels like a trick, but I'm going to say below. Above 317, yeah. just Ooh. barely. The total number of videos in the Easy Allies Twitch archive from the year 2021. Above. 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 Of video. course it's above. Yeah. We've got like 3,000 on YouTube. Yeah. 540 um, is pretty good. It's I was, like two I, a when day, I first read that line, day. I'm like, this better be above. How many times has the character Mario showed up in a video game according to Wikipedia's list of, quote, games featuring Mario? Re-releases oh. or multiple versions not added? Both. Oh. 300 mm. so many games below. There's no way. It's a lot of games. That's so many. I, yeah, below. It's below. 258. Yeah. The number of Still, so that's a close. lot. Oh my god. The number of If it was if it was re-releases it yeah. would yeah. Wait, so Mario is in 258 games. Correct. Holy Not including re-releases shit. or multiple versions of those games. Holy yeah. shit. The total number of songs tracks from the official soundtrack to the World of Warcraft series. Above. Above. Uh, below 260. Still a hell of a lot of tracks for one video game franchise. These ah, uh, these are so close though. <laughs> A total number, the total number of pieces of hearts to be found in the Legend of Zelda series. Above. Oh, yeah. Above. The whole series? The whole series. Above. 325. Yeah. So, yeah. But above. The total number of positive reviews by Easy Allies, Easy Allies on Metacritic, meaning 75 or above. 70 or above. 6.8 or above is a positive review. But fine. 75 or above is the reference here. Above. Above. Above? We give a lot of sevens. We do. Not enough. 246. Mm, is our positive review count at Easy Allies over almost six years. If you combine the any percent world record of NAC 1 and NAC 2 in minutes, is it above or below 300? And this is from speedrum.com. 300 minutes. Below. The any percent world record of NAC and NAC 2 total combined. Below. Below. 358 minutes. That's over. The fastest they could. Uh, And the total number of characters to be found in Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Above. Below. 250, that is below. A Games Radar article by Lane Wilson posted on March 1st, 2022 lists all upcoming games for scheduled to release in 2022. How many games on the list are yet to receive a release date or month? Below. Below. 411. Whoa. <laughs> but again, some of the, you know, some of these you're like, well, it hasn't really been announced. Like, Agent I'm sure it's is on that list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. World of Warcraft 2. <laughs> Bonus round. What is the number of employees at Platinum Games, Inc. as of April 4th, 2021? Below. Below. 288. Close. And finally, people like different games. On Steam, how many games do you find if you search for a game with the specific tags of adventure, RPG, and hentai? (laughs) On Steam? On Steam. Above. Above. 348. Yeah. A little disappointed, gotta be honest. A little disappointed in you, Steam. I was There's checking. a lot of hentai games on Steam. Betty White does not seem to have been in any video games, but she was in many game shows. Love you, Betty. Love and respect. Love and respect. From JG, congratulations on your 300th episode. I actually have a question about celebration and anniversaries. What are some of your favorite anniversary additions or items in gaming or other media? I actually really liked the Mario and Zelda Game & Watches that Nintendo has released, for example. What are some of your favorites? Shout out to Brad, who gave it to Blood, and then Blood gave me that Zelda Game & Watch. And I played it over when I was in Florida, and it was so awesome. The Metal Gear Solid Anthology Collection is so clean. It's so nice. 
Uh, one that jumps out to me is on the Wii, they had this Mario like anniversary, and it came in this nice red box. Um, and it, I, I feel like it was pretty limited. Maybe it wasn't, but I, I just like I bought it, and I think a friend bought it just because of how appealing it looked. It looked it looked important. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need this. Yeah, this is important. Yeah. I still remember to this day playing Rare Replay and being like, oh, we're never getting one of these again. <laughs> like, Jones. no company's ever going to be so stoked oh, about their entire catalog and produce it in such a way that is so whimsical and awesome and they're all great and I want to play all of this. I like, wish Rare Replay, I, I wish more re-releases were at that level. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the leaked achievements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're leaked. Yeah, I don't know Jones, why that's not also this week. It's coming, Jones. Le- leaked achievements from some, some from high-profile Twitter coming. Twitter news freaks that I really respect and admire and are also very excited. Uh, yeah, potentially coming to the Xbox. Yep. Day one, Slide, Add that one in. Day one. Watch Jones's double agent skills. Professional. Once the frame rate gets better in that game. Professional. I'm, I'm coming for you. Dude, Hunting Huber, season three. All right, all Golden, right. Golden Eye edition, no weapons, only slappers. Yo, your single player skills. Huber slap fest. I thought I was good at that campaign. Good God. You know what level Jones. fucked me up as a kid? Control, trying to protect Natalia. Oh was, my God, it was Rage inducing, rage yeah, inducing. Yeah, it, really, don't. really frustrating. Just don't. Yeah. The Just sound don't. The sound when that glass would shatter, and you'd be like, wait, is it on the left? Oh, it's on the right. And she's dead. You're like, no. Oh, Man, that... I'm stoked for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Eric J. <laughs> How do the allies handle reviewing games which have replays and new game pluses intentionally built in, like Hades or Near Automata? The same question could apply for long RPGs or strategy games which require a large time investment. For example, the upcoming Elden Ring or Total War Warhammer 3. How do you know how much gameplay is enough to review a game effectively? I'm interested because I feel like my opinion of some games changes a lot through the gameplay time, even for some games where I bounce off at first. We've answered this before, and I've talked about this a lot. I'd like to modify the question just a little bit, because it's talking about long games. So, like, not only, like, for every game you review, what's a good time? What do you do when you have those moments? I don't know if you've had a few or not where you played long games, Ben, yeah. for review, where you're like, I got to bail on that. Like, I got, I hope it ends soon, or, I like, I'm, I'm kind of scared right now. Or, like, what, what goes through your mind when you're at that point with a long review? I just need credits. Playing till credits, period. If it's a month late, two months late, Whatever, just credits. For I, I just had a recent example of this with the Diamond and Pearl yeah. remakes. I played Diamond, where played through, got to credits, and then just messed around with the post game stuff. Just like checked yeah. it out to yeah, see if what was there. Yeah, there's post game for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I obviously did not do absolutely everything to completion with mm-hmm. the post game, uh, but got a sampling of it to where I could talk about it in the review, and it was something that I really enjoyed, and so it added a lot to the review. Um, but it, a tough question to answer because I feel like it changes depending on totally. the genre and the game that you're doing. Which is why I wanted to specify it a little bit more. A game I definitely didn't finish, in quotes, is uh, Riders Republic. You know, it was yeah. like, got it, you know, and yeah. then I played and I really, really liked it. So I knew I had a lot of nice things to say, and then I'm like looking at the math, and it's like, okay, you gotta get this many stars to do this thing to maybe get a cutscene. And I was like, I'll do that in 2022, but I don't. It's not gonna move the needle. It's this game. Yeah. This game is what it is. Um, so yeah, it's tricky. Andreas Klinthaus, with it being a new year with new games and things to look forward to, I want to know what game are you hyped for, which then went on to live up 
to expectations. Mine would have to be Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy. I was a huge Crash fan. I remember reading an interview with Andy Gavin about Naughty Dog's next game for the PlayStation 2. I got it day one for my birthday, and it became my favorite game until Resident Evil 2 Remake. Again, slightly modifying this, let's say it met expectations. It filled the glass right to the level you thought it would. Right to the level Where that you were I like, thought it would. Yep. That was that. And you enjoyed village, it. Like village, it's good. for sure. Like, village. Okay, yeah. Village. Was expecting it to be great, and it was. Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> was exactly the quality I wished, wanted, got. Thank you. <laughs> it was yes. like, I hit credits on that, and it was like, that was... What I dreamed. I don't think I've ever been more hyped for a game than God of War 2018, and it surpassed those expectations. That's the thing. Spider-Man... Surpassed. The last Spider-Man and Miles Morales both exceeded my expectations. But when I was done, I was like, wow, that Insomniac. They're on a tear. Yeah, man, right at the level I'm blanking, because I I can think of plenty of things that exceeded, Mm. but right at the level, I don't know. Time to wrap up this podcast. There's no bets. So I'm going to do a little Or Wars over here. What? And then it's up to the three of you to decide who wants to chime in on these and who's going to win this podcast based on your opinions about maybe what could be good okay. conversation starters. Remind me how or I feel like I say this every time I play Aura Wars. Remind me of how Aura Wars. You have to pick one of the two things pick that one. I tell you and tell me why you picked it in a way that I find pleasing. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. That sounds familiar. We'll get some overhead lifters and four barrel quads, oh yeah. Fuel injection cut off and chrome plated rods, oh yeah. With a four speed on the floor, they'll be waiting at the door. You know it ain't no shit. We'll be getting lots of tit and or 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 wars. Are those really the lyrics? Did he just say tit? Not in the movie. Who wants to go first? Ben does. Okay. Shrek in Fortnite (laughs) or Bossman in Fortnite? God. Uh, Bossman of Fortnite. Okay. Easy Why? answer because everybody knows who Shrek is. And in our world, in our little bubble, it would be like hilarious and magical watching Bossman do emotes. And he would probably hate it, which would make it way funnier. But it the 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 peak of all comedy would be watching Fortnite kids be angry that it was this random guy that they don't know. Instead of, like, their favorite character, I, I would give anything to see angry tweets of, you added Bossman before you added One Piece? Yeah. I, I could die happy. <laughs> we got this guy instead of One Piece? The Dark Prince of Nerd Media is such a Fortnite villain name. You know, it's, uh, I could imagine just being called that. And people are like, he's in a red hoodie, though. Why is he the dark? Mysteries. Mysteries. Who's next? I'll go. Hubert, Gurm's dumb cameo in Elden Ring or Chris Pratt's bad impression of Mario? <laughs> Neither have happened yet. Gurm's cameo in Elden Ring. Because you're not going to know until you read his name in the credits. We'll see. Either might be a visual name, might be a his voice, might be mm-hmm. a uh, uh, face thing. You're going to be like, he was that character? Maybe all three. <gasps> Maybe all three. Isla, you ready? Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy or the Suicide Squad? Oh. Um... Any form, film, comic, yeah, animated series, Disney Plus has got animated Damn. guardians. I would say at this point, Suicide Squad because they've got more to prove, and the heart feels more since could feel more sincere, maybe. But I haven't played the new game of Guardians, so 
I don't know. Suicide Squad's sexier too, and I liked King Shark a lot. I hope they actually kill one of them. I don't think they're going to kill the whole Justice League, but it'd be funny if they just they. I want him to like, you know what you do? Like kill John Stewart, and they're like, and he's just you know it's that moment in the movie where someone gets hit by a bus or something, and they're all standing over him like, did we do it? (laughs) Like I think we did, and they're like. I don't know how I feel about that. Yes. You know, like, you know what I could see them before. Do, Why do you care? And he's do you like, remember yeah, but it's Green Lantern? Like, what did I do? Do you remember the movie Cube? Hell yeah. yeah. Remember that part in the beginning when that guy gets like minced into cubes by lasers? Uh-huh. Yes. Iconic. You, yeah. What, so what you do is you've got the flash running at you. You use like somebody like Harley or somebody as bait. He's going to run into her. And then you raise a wire mesh. And he runs himself through it and gets like mince meat. Can he slow down in time? Yeah. Yeah. I. Fastest I alive. really want those deaths to be over the top. Yeah. Like gory as hell. Like I'd be Mortal super Kombat kudos to them if they take out the fatality. Whole team. Yeah. I also really great. hope not to spoil anything. I'll be vague. I hope if somebody does die, they stick with it. Yeah. And they don't. Oh. Back, they don't walk well, it back. Well, yeah. I mean, like, let's not do. Well, oh, you kill them all, and then time travel no. or some shit. Like, if we're gonna uh, kill the suicide, or we're gonna kill the Justice League, we need to see some okay. bodies. They'll flash. I hear what you're out. saying, yeah. Yeah. but I think yes. a fundamental tenet of ho- comic books <laughs> is someone dying and being brought back to life. It's totally, not. It's totally, not a comic book if that totally, doesn't happen. Totally. They will flashpoint into the Arkham universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman will be dead sure. in this universe, and at the end, they'll they'll jump in right in the middle of Arkham City and be like, "What's going on here?" You know, like like one hundred percent. It doesn't matter if somebody dies in a comic book. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Remember when they we were kids? It, ha- it, it has. There, there are. It most. Saying, it, it mostly doesn't. Yes, you're right. Yeah, but you get. There are certain, yes, there are certainly the comic book sentiment. deaths that even thinking about them today. They've killed Superman like five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but yeah. yeah. Ben, I, I think you won this podcast. It's really oh, good. Just because you made me smile, you made me laugh. But uh, we'll wrap up this podcast in a second. <clears throat> Kyle playing himself in Fortnite would be the funniest stream of all time. Hood up in the game and in the stream. I can just, you know, he has that that little laugh. I can just see him playing in silence with the hood up, like a long silence. It's an emote. And, and he'll just go. <laughs> we'll get some overhead lifters and four barrel quads, oh yeah. A fuel injection cut off and chrome plated rods, oh yeah. With the four speed on the floor, they'll be waiting at the door. You know it ain't no shit. We'll be getting lots of tit and oars. Or wars. I was distracted. I was distracted. <laughs> Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. 300 episodes. All sponsored by our patrons, all helping us at various financial stages throughout a very long time working on this podcast and working with Easy Allies. Um, and shout out to them, but specifically shout out to the shout out tiers. The new year, these people have been with us for a while, and I thought of something over over this last week. The shout outs here on the Easy Allies podcast, specifically these four wonderful people, is like there's a restaurant with 8,000 people all eating at the same time. But we're going to these four tables as the chef, the master chef. How you doing tonight, sir? You having a good? Is that a good? Is your soup good? It's very good. Oh yeah. Thank it's you. raw. Thank you for being here tonight. Shout out to Caleb Togi Crawford, L. Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Nick. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. out. Ben, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with once a reiterator just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign off or any sign off you want. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
promote any Easy Allies video. Okay. So I don't think, I don't know if I've ever promote maybe I have. I don't know if I've ever promoted a stream. I was hoping. On Easy Allies. I'm like, um, I can't win this, otherwise this is what I would promote. We it was just Brad, Huber, and I in the studio, and we were struggling. XSplit was being a real bastard. Boots. It, it is a it is a scuffed as hell stream. <laughs> but we played two hours of Fortnite. We had a blast. Jones played with us as well. Swordfish um, was in there. Yeah, Swordfish was swapping in there. costumes yeah. right and left. Yes, yeah, flexing those costumes. Um, but we just had a great time. It was just us. It was jolly. Like it was. <laughs> it was the epitome of Easy Allies jolly. I think so. That was super fun. Um, and what else? Oh, any? Oh, please, just like throw me a bone, Pokemon. Just be good. <laughs> Just, just, just legends, just be good. Just be good. I would give anything. Please be good. Begging for an 8 out of 10. Begging. (laughs) Sophie is our supreme ruler. Uh, Give me shimmy tensei five. Sorry, sorry to fans of. Okay, never mind. I have not been sucked in, sucked in since four. That was the last time I was like sucked.